What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Hard Count. Late one tonight, you know, solid 23 minutes late. But hey, you know what? Technology doesn't cooperate sometimes. Life happens. You know, listen, it's better late than never, as I always like to say, because I'm usually late. So it doesn't matter anyway. CJ, how you doing on this fine Tuesday, huh? Hey, what's good, guys? Sorry I'm late. Uh, just coming in. Uh, from doing some Pilates, yeah, uh, a little bit of core glute workout. So sorry about that, guys. But ready to rock. Talk some football with my guy. Good weekend. Yesterday was good. My guy Jeff Saturday got a nice little job. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, everything's good. Glad to chop it up. I know you guys see me standing. I'm not home right now, so you know it's gotta go back to the sitting way for now. But next week. I'll be standing up, preaching to you guys again. <laughs> the uh, stand, standing CJ, standing desk guy. Yeah, standing desk guy is uh, put that on pause for the week. You know, get back to that uh, next Tuesday. Big Pilates guy now too. Gonna have to, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to get you one of those uh, those little treadmills for the for the standing desk. Yeah, yeah, yo, give me a Peloton, slider right man. under. Yeah, it's gonna be a slider right, under. right there. I'll be Gucci. Kill two birds in one stone. Either cardio and work. You feel me? Beach bod CJ coming soon <laughs> to a beach Facts. near you, brother. Yeah, bro. Man, I do Pilates. Anybody in there doing Pilates watching the show? Got your bro. My body's lower body is shot right now. We did that. Well, all right. We uh kept everybody waiting long enough, but we're here now. And that's all that matters because we can talk some football. Six teams on bye weeks. So uh, not as much football as there normally was. I think there was only two 4 o'clock games, which is a little weird. I don't understand why if there's so many teams on buys, you wouldn't just, you know, put some teams to play in the 4 o'clock slot. But, hey, I'm not the one that's making the schedule, so who am I to complain? Uh, but we'll kick it off. Thursday night football, the Eagles. Oh, wait, yo, let's uh, you want to dive into Jeff Saturday? Oh, I thought we were gonna do that when we got to the Colts, but I'll dive into it now, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, let's do that, let's do that, yeah, let's wait till we get to the Colts. It's perfect, it goes right to New England, yeah, yeah, it's perfect. That is that's a situation, that is a (laughs) that is a situation. Um, so yeah, when we get to the Colts, we'll break down the whole Jeff Saturday thing and and see our thoughts on that whole situation because it certainly is one but like i said we kick it off thursday night football eagles took on the texans and what nobody thought would be a very good game you know obviously eagles are going into that game i believe uh seven and oh are they eight no now or are they nine no i don't know if they've had their bye week yet um nine i believe they're nine and oh now nine and oh okay so they're now nine and oh on the season and honestly for the first half of this game was very competitive um Texans were driving down the field, making it look pretty easy against a, a pretty stout Eagles defense. Uh, the Eagles were, were driving down as well. I think, and then, you know, you, know, you look at the end of the game, they, they kind of, you know, took care of business. They end up, you know, winning 29-17. When, not exactly a blow. I think the spread on this game was like 14 or something. So, technically, they don't even cover on the game. Um, but they did what they were supposed to do. They, they beat a team that, you know, obviously is just not very good. Uh, just looking at the scoring breakdown here real quick. 
so it was tied going into halftime. Eagles scored a touchdown in the third, and then they scored eight more in the fourth quarter, shut out the uh, Texans in the fourth quarter as well. So they did what they were supposed to do. I think the big thing out of this, you know, Eagles just keep doing what they're doing. You know, Hurst is playing very well. I think he has – I think he has like 15 passing touchdowns maybe or something, only only a couple of yeah. interceptions. I think, he has, uh, I think he has uh, three touchdowns on the ground, maybe, or maybe not, maybe more than that. Might be like six or somewhere up there. Uh, so obviously, we know that we know that he's the dual threat that he can be. AJ Brown, another unbelievable game as he normally does. And then, you know, for the Texans, listen, you don't have many things to be that excited about, especially, you know, now with uh, Brandon Cooks, he didn't get traded at the deadline. Obviously, not very happy about that. He sat out this game. Uh, you know, you had Lovey Smith after the game say, Basically, you know, if you're not going to practice, you're not going to play. Uh, Cooks obviously wants out of there. I don't think that they're going to release him because they were trying to get something for him at the trade deadline. They don't get something from So why would you just release him now? That wouldn't make much, you know, sense for your football team. But so I don't know what his situation will be the rest of the year. Does he want to just waste away the last eight games? Or does he say, all right, fine, whatever. Uh, I'll pick myself up and play. But. The Texans' bright spot is definitely Damian Pierce. Like, you have your running back. Damian Pierce is – he's a dog. He, he's hes absolutely a dog out there on the field. Uh, you know, he's kind of pinballing off of people, you know, getting the tough yards, taking the hits. Um, and, you know, it's weird because you almost, like, hate that he's taking these hits now because the team is so bad and you almost wish you could, like, bottle it up and – you know, maybe a couple, two, three years if, if they hit on some draft picks and they get pretty pretty good uh, that, you know, you could release it then. But, hey, you got to play when you're going to play. And Damian Pierce is definitely a bright spot on this team. Uh, other than that, listen, you knew the Texans were going to be bad. But, hey, you found at least one bright spot. You hold the number one pick in the draft. You go and you probably get a quarterback because, listen, they gave Davis Mills a chance this year after, you know, honestly, a, pro- a pretty solid rookie season. He was not that bad his rookie year. Um, you know, you can make a lot of you can make an argument that it was like him and Mac last year as the best rookie quarterback. Uh, it's definitely taken a, a downturn this season. So, you know, maybe if he improved somehow and, and you know got a lot better, they could say, okay, you know, we'll, we'll build, we'll give him another year and another year and whatever. But I think that you know now you just go quarterback for sure. Uh, you put somebody next to Damian Pierce, hopefully, uh, and then I they got I don't know how much money they have in. Uh, cap space next season, but I can't imagine too many people on their team are making big money besides Brandon Cooks. So I would assume they would have some money to go out and spend in free agency. Hopefully, yeah, make that Cooks, uh, Laramie Tunsil. Yep, it's not, it's not a lot of guys. Not a lot of guys uh, that uh, have a long term contract right now for Houston. Yeah, go ahead though. Oh yeah, yeah. This was yeah. This is early. This is a, a good start early by the Texans. They're you know they're in their home field. You want to you don't want to just lay down. At the start yeah. of the game, you know, you're, you're playing in front of your home crowd and, uh, you know, you want to show some type of life, show some type of fight for, for, for your people um, in your home stadium. But all in all, later as the game wind down, Eagles just shot, started to show why they're the best team in the NFL and why they're undefeated. They were able to play complimentary football. It's what they've done, honestly, since last year. But now uh, it's, it's, it's even better because of the weapons they have on the outside. So it, it's, it's even heightened at this point. Because now you can pass with the run, and Jalen Hurts—he's not turning the ball over. Um, he's getting—he's getting the football to the to the guys when they need to get get the football. 
uh, again, they're just uh, they're just a complete team. They're just a complete team. It's really they're they're just a well-oiled machine. They know what they mm-hmm. want to do. They know their identity. They want to run the ball, play defense, work off the play action, get those guys involved on the outside. Smith, Brown, Goddard, uh, run the rock with uh, what hurts Miles Sanders, gain a well. And then, and then play defense and, and get turnovers and get turnovers, get the ball back for those guys and control the clock. It's really, they really play like the Ravens. Their, their, style is very similar to, to Baltimore. And I got to give a lot of credit to Philadelphia and their, their coaching staff and, and what they've done with, with Jalen hurts and, and not because a lot of head coaches, once they become a head coach and they have a quarterback, they want, they want to implement their system that they've, that they think is going to be successful. Perry was good, brother. How you doing, man? Hope all is well. They want to put they want to put their system in place. They don't care about the quarterback. And if the quarterback can't excel in their system, then the coach gives up on him. They want to make people game. something that they're not. Exactly, exactly. Making someone that they're not, and it's, it's, it's as opposed to uh, doing the things that they do well and maximizing that. That's that's good coaching, and that's what Nick Sirianni has done uh, these last two years. With, with Jalen Hurts first year, okay, this is what we want to do, but you have to improve as a passer. And this is what he's – and he's he's done that this year, given the weapons that they've acquired. The, the, the read option is just tough to stop. It's tough to stop, especially, you know, with, with his accuracy now and his, his ability to make anticipatory throws, something I said he needed to improve on after that Buccaneers game last year and the playoffs. He's worked on that. He's put the pain in. And then he's, uh, he's, seeing, the, he's seeing the rewards from it. And I mean, last year, we last year, a lot of people thought Mac was going to be the best quarterback out of those Alabama guys. And right now he's looking, he's in, he's in third place. He's in third place. Granted, you know, you got You got to add an asterisk because those two guys got elite, elite guys on the outside. I mean, Tyreek and Waddle and AJ and Smith. I mean, that's, that's something plus that the running can't. game that Philadelphia has. Yes, plus the, plus the running game, so you can't sleep on that. So those guys are in year three, Max in year two, and year three was the big step for both of those guys, as we see this year, uh, for Tua and, and Jalen. So uh, if you're a Pats fan right now, I'm pretty sure you're crossing your fingers that that Mac, Max year three is on the same trajectory as as his, uh, his former Alabama teammates. But – it's really nothing else to say with uh, with Philadelphia. I think they may have. I think some of these divisional games could be are going to be close, really competitive. They're going to really have to lock in, and really with, with situational football, those divisional games are always close. You can't sleep on Taylor Heineke, Daniel Jones, and Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott now it's not Cooper Rush. Uh, this that second game when they go up against Dallas, it's going to be Dak there. Yeah. So that's going to be a phenomenal game. I can't wait to see that. I could see them going a ten. I could see them going ten and zero, eleven and zero, and then maybe when they see Dallas again, or maybe see one of these divisional teams, uh, it, it could be competitive. But I just think right now they're just hitting on all cylinders. Yeah, I mean they've they've made that leap. Like you know, you talk about like you want to see people get better, of course. And you know, we saw Allen take the leap. We saw you know Hertz is taking that leap now. So that's what you want out of your quarterback because. <clears throat> I mean, we've stated it a multitude of times on this show. Not going to win many games without a great quarterback. Uh, King? King Kuta. I don't know. Kendrick Lamar song. Okay. It's a K-Dot song, yeah. Okay. 
Connie the Barbarian. I'll accept it. I'll accept it. Can we acknowledge why the Empire State is the best day in the U.S.? Buffalo? Dave, have, you, have, you, have you ever seen Dave the Barbarian before? I have not. Oh, oh man. Yeah, yo, yo, big. Put him on the Dave Barbarian, man. Disney Channel. Okay, I might have to. Put him on. Oh, CJ got the lighting right and everything. Yeah, yeah I got the ring okay. light on. Yeah, it was kind of messing up the uh, the battery, but Gucci I was gonna now. say we gotta we gotta see that face. Come on, son. Yeah, see that face. Star, yeah. star star of the show out here. Um, <laughs> I'm crying. But yeah, Eagles hell of a leap. Uh, but we'll go on. Chargers they take on the Falcons, escape with a 20 to 17 victory. They had a game winning kick uh, in this game to uh, walk it off. Listen, the Falcons are definitely a lot more. Uh, so what I'm looking for here. They're like, they're like a little gnat. They're like a little gnat, you know? They're competitive, they, bro. Yeah, they're competitive. They they never really go away. Uh, and you always go into the game thinking like, oh, we're playing the Falcons. We're about to win easy. And then, you know, they're there right at the end of the game. Uh, I think they've – to me, it feels like they've lost a lot of games by one possession. I mean, you think about the Bucks game. Uh, obviously, this game, there was another team that – is it? did they lose – did they play the Lions and lose? Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like they've played a couple. The I feel like they've played a couple very close games, and you know, they just haven't gone their way. But I mean, for the Chargers, it's kind of just about staying alive. <laughs> See, I want to read you Sheesh. the injury list for this game. So we already know about Rashawn Slater; he was out um, for the season. They had Mike Williams; he was out with an ankle injury. So that's your number two wide receiver. Keenan Allen was out with the hamstring still. I think he's played in one game this year. Uh, Dustin Hopkins, their kicker, was out. They had their backup tight end, Donald Parham, out. They had an outside linebacker, Chris Rumpf, out. They had Jerry Tillery out. I mean, I, I think Corey Lindsley got hurt in this game or either didn't play in this game at all, which is their, which is their center, one of the best centers right. in football. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know going into it, Austin Eckler, I, I want to say that he was – He played, though. He played. Yeah, he, he did play. But I, I think he was – yeah, he was so he was a limited participant on Thursday. Uh, looking at the injury report right here, and then he was a full go on Friday. But so obviously he wasn't one hundred percent going into the game. Uh, we know that Herbert is still recovering from the the rib cartilage. Like, I there's teams every year that get hurt, and I'm just like, I don't understand. At one point, you got to change the training staff. Like the Chargers, uh, the 49ers, every year, every year the 49ers are hurt. The Ravens, the last Ravens last year, yeah, and this year too. I, I don't think Gus Edwards or J.K. Dobbins played. Bateman's out for the year. Uh, Mark Andrews got hurt. Like, bro, we might have to start, <laughs> might have to start changing training staffs. But yeah, Chargers are definitely escaped uh, with the win. Crazy towards the end of the game. I don't know if you saw it. Austin Eckler had a carry. He fumbled it. Uh, the Falcons recovered it. He they get up. They're running back down the field. Nobody even touches the Falcon player. He fumbles it again. Chargers recover it. <laughs> and, you know, they reviewed it, um, and the play st- stood. I think the Chargers lost like 20 yards on it. But I think literally the very next play, uh, Herbert hit an out route to, I want to say, Joshua Palmer, and, you know, got back in the field goal range for whoever their kicker was and uh, ended up winning that game 20-17. But, yeah, the Falcons are definitely like that little that, that little gnat. There's a little yeah. brother that like just won't go away, keeps annoying you, keeps annoying you. Then you know, you finally killed the gnat at the end, but it was a pain in the ass the entire time. Yeah, they're 
they're they're competitive. They're a problem. They like to run the football. Arthur Smith, that's his identity over when he was there in Tennessee, uh, when he was offensive coordinator. And before before Sun before Sunday's games kicked off, they were number one in the NFC South. And listen, I know we all expect Tampa Bay to end up getting that first place, be a first place in the division, but with the lack of consistent quarterback play, Mario, this is Mario's first year on the team. Cordell Patterson has been in and out uh, due to injuries. He was back this game. He was back this game, yes. But just overall in general, you know, what they've been able to do uh, despite circumstances and and uh, I, I'd say average play at the quarterback position. They've been able to stay afloat, stay around 500 throughout this season. We'll see what happens in this, you know, this, these next eight games and, and how it plays out for them. But I think this first, this first half of them is very, you could say, very promising. Many people didn't expect them to to be where they're at. Many people thought they'd be one in, you know, one in seven, one in six, something like that. No, no one saw. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of us, a lot of us. Um, uh, we, we no, no one saw this. No one saw them. Them in the Seahawks. Them in the Seahawks. Yeah, and they, they've they've surprised everybody. They've surprised everybody. And the Chargers. They need to start. Uh, Corey, what's going on, brother? Imagine Herbert on this Falcons team. There would be a two seed. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine if the Chargers were healthy. They, you know, I they, wish they'd, they'd have a much better record. And this and this happens. This happens. Unfortunately for the Chargers, probably worse than any other team because this is what this is what we've seen from from Los Angeles. Even when they were in San Diego, it's just something happens with 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 their squad. Oh, either, I feel like Rivers playing that AFC Championship game with two torn ACLs or something like that. Philip, Philip, yeah, Philip playing on playing on a torn ACL, um, uh, and I believe that was two thousand eight or, or seven against us, um, and and that undefeated year, well, eighteen and one year, and they'll you know go on a five game win streak to start the season and then finish the season on a six game losing streak and miss the playoffs. This this is what they used to do back when Philip was there, and it just it just seems to that just stays with them now. You know, having an injury real season. You can't control it. You said they should bring in a new training staff. That's that's a possibility. But then again, it's just also it's just so tough, man. It's just, it's just a violent sport. It's just a violent sport. Guys are gonna get hurt. Guys are gonna get hurt, man. You're, you're literally, you know, thrusting your body <laughs> into another man's body. Oh yeah, I forgot uh, Bosa is hurt violently. Well. Yes, Greg, with the groin. Yes, they only had two pass rush at the beginning of the season, and Bosa stays hurt. Come on, man. What kind of roster build is that? It, on on paper, this is the start of the season. It looked it looked great. It looked Khalil Mack, Bosa, Derwin James, Asante, uh, Asante Samuel Jr., JC Jackson, and all these guys. And and here we are, uh, you know, nine weeks into the season, and the majority of the guys we just mentioned are are um, are injured on are on IR. So the Chargers, they were able to still manage to get this W. It's a close dub. You take it. And they just got to keep stacking the keep, keep stacking the wins. Have to keep stacking these wins, man. Um, I mean, hey, listen, with the way the NFL is this year, we thought the AFC was going to be this big powerhouse. Things are kind of you know, you know, going into. Well, you know. I I thought it was gonna. I just I felt like it was gonna be parity, and that's I think that's what we've seen so far. We've seen the Chiefs. We've seen the Chiefs be. Uh, they're not invincible. Buffalo's not invincible, especially if Allen's hurt. We're gonna have to get yeah, into oh, that. Yeah, we're, we're gonna we're definitely we're definitely gonna talk about that. Is it a Staley thing? No, Staley I'm is a the, terrible coach. I'm I don't care what anybody says. 
uh, first of all, he's a defensive coach. Their defense, especially their run defense, hasn't been good since he's ever been there, which doesn't make any sense. I, I mean, that's what the whole thing with Salah when he when he got to um, when he got to the Jets. You know, the Jets defense wasn't very good. First of all, they had no players. I don't know what you were expecting. Why the Jets defense would be good anyway? But you know, oh, he's a defensive head coach. Why isn't the defense any good? Staley's a defensive head coach too. And also, we're in a offensive generation. You think you would pair your nice shiny new toy of, of Justin Herbert with an offensive coach as well. I mean, listen, you keep seeing, I keep seeing Sean Payton on Fox and everything like that, blah, blah, blah. I'd fire Staley so quick, so quick, and immediately make that phone call to Sean Payton. Immediately. Like, yeah, see, he's going to, he's going to get a lot of, uh, he's going to get some interviews. He, he Clearly he's going to be very meticulous with his next spot because you need a quarterback in this league. Because like, that, that's the thing too. Like, I, you know, a lot of people are linking Sean Payne to like the Chargers or the Cowboys, um, but the Cowboys have been, you know, decent this year. But here's my other thing: Would you rather go to the Chargers or the Cowboys? Now, where the Cowboys' defense is better for sure, they got some weapons over there. But it's Dak, who, yeah, not obviously not, you know, the worst quarterback in the league or anything like that. But you could go to the Chargers where you have Justin Herbert, who with I think is already, you know, talent-wise a top five quarterback. But imagine him with an offensive genius like Sean Payton, the way that he did everything in in New Orleans. And, you know, if they could ever stay healthy with with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and, you know, Gerald Gerald Everett's looked unbelievable at, at tight end this year. So, I mean, Sean Payton, that's an easy, easy phone call for me. It's an easy phone call. That division is still going to be competitive. Oh, of I, I know. I know the the Broncos and the Raiders' record may say otherwise, but those are still two games that you got to get up for every single year. Yeah, uh, well, four games. I'm sorry that you got to get up for every single year, regardless of what uh, the wins and loss record is, uh, because again, like I talked about earlier, just how the competitive that division is. So that's that's a good spot for him. It's going to take a you know a nice little trade. Just to send over to New Orleans to, to make that happen because I believe he's still on the contract with the Saints. Yeah. So that's going to take a, a little deal or some some negotiations between both sides or three three sides uh, with Sean Payton involved in regards to two first. Yeah, I think two first. I think two first is good. I think two first is good. Maybe you know they'll probably maybe throw a mid round in there because again, usually those are starters. Those end up being starters in the yeah. NFL anyway. So I could I could see two firsts and maybe you know a third or something like that, uh, for for a guy like Sean Payton. Uh, I think Dallas, yeah, is, is is a good spot. Chargers is a good spot for him also. I, I don't see, I don't see it. I don't see any other any other place for him right yeah, now. Yeah, because I mean there was I think there were ten new head coaches this season. So I mean, there's only so much turnover you can have. It's like, but what do you? But what are we going to say about McCarthy if they win the division again and go to the playoffs? You're going to fire him? I, I mean, it's not like Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett, where it was eight and eight every year. I mean, if you're going, if you're going, if you're going to the playoffs every single year, but I, I just, I just think that's tough to 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 just fire him. He'll get a job right away. Don't get me wrong. He'll get a job in in seconds if they were to let him go. Well, you see, you know you know what I think this is a situation of like if you're if you're the cap, maybe not the same thing. But you know how we have this argument of like 
well, what if Jimmy G brings you to a Super Bowl? Do you keep him or Trey Lance? Yeah. Where it's like Trey Lance might be better, a.k.a. Sean Payton, which realistically we know is better than McCarthy, in all honesty. Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, what if it doesn't work out there? Then you got rid of McCarthy, who was keeping you consistent for this long, blah, blah, blah. To me, it's almost like that situation. Like, I think no matter what, I think, I think you move off of every coach in the NFL, honestly, besides, you know, the, the greats of, you know, you know, Bill and Andy Reid and, uh, you know, coaches of that nature for, for Sean Payton. I mean, like, realistically. Of but, I mean, not every team is going to do that. Like, the Eagles, obviously, they're happy with Serrani. Why would you give up two firsts if you have you have Serrani and everything like that? So, it's uh, it's interesting. I'm interested to see where he goes. I hope it is the Chargers, though, because, like I said, a pairing with him and, and Herber and then, you know, Austin Eckler, I think he has, like, what I think Perry said it in, in the group chat. He has, like, six touchdowns or something in his last, like, four games. It's a it's a good spot. Eckler reminds me a lot of Darren Sproles, the guy that Sean Payton. It's like a Darren Sproles. Um, uh, who I can only think of his nickname. I can't think of his real name. Muscle Hamster. Muscle Hamster was uh, Doug Martin. I don't you get a little Doug Martin, Darren? You know, Darren Sproles. Danny, yeah, Darren Sproles thing from him. Yeah, I, I like he's definitely like I feel like he's more powerful, but. Has that shifty, you know, receiving back thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see. Yes, yes, I see a combination of Sproles, a little bit of Pierre Thomas as well, uh, and and we we know Payton loves hey, to do shout that. Shout out our guy. Like, hey, what's going on, man? Appreciate you stopping by. Still Agreed, not Paris. for bungling that game against the 49ers last year. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a lot of. I still went back of, a little bit for not sliding earlier. <laughs> Same. Yeah, we we talked about that. Yeah, if you want to go all the way back to like episode fifty, <laughs> we definitely do dive into that uh that debacle uh in that wild in that wild card game. All right, let's let's talk. Let's go into uh always good to be here. Yes, sir. Glad to have you. We got the Dolphins and the Bears. This was a really good game. Ooh, that was <clears> this was a game, really man. good game, and man, man, listen, uh, Justin Fields is. Guys, guys, he gets it now. It clicked. It clicked. It, 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 it clicked, but it also clicked for the coaching staff. And I was gonna say, yeah, I mean, it's just thing. you got a running quarterback. Ooh. You might want to run the football. Calling on calling design runs for our for our super athletic quarterback. Who would have thought that's a good idea? Yeah, yeah. As long as because you know we have nobody on the run. outside for him to actually throw these things to. You might as well keep the football in his hand. Exactly. Which, by the way, still had three passing touchdowns in this game. I think he only had like 167 yards passing, but I mean, three touchdowns through the air. On the ground. Yeah, but yeah, one on the ground. What was what was like 178, right? Because he broke Vic's record for most in the game. Um, would you mean combined or rushing? Oh no, no, no. yeah, rushing, rushing for for fields. Yeah, like 178. Oh yeah, 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 yes, yes, and um, he's. He's the goods. He's the goods. Sixty-one yard good. touchdown run. Where I mean, if you see that play too, he fakes him out, flips his hips, takes off. Like that is that's some athleticism. Let me tell you, because the pump yeah. fake and then the and then the the scramble for ten yards is cool. A lot of people can do that. I've seen Brady do that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, pump fake, flip your hips and jet off. Yeah, <laughs> not too many, by the way. It's a game changer. It's just a game changer for your offense when your quarterback is is an elite runner. It just is. It, it just. It's just. It's eleven on eleven now. It's just. It's truly eleven on eleven now. It, yep. it, it's. It's even, and you just can't sleep on on the quarterback. You in, think everything. You, you think everything's so all much. gravy. 
because yes, it negates it everything and negates a pass rush because even if you get there, you can make you miss your roll out of the pocket. It negates good coverage down the field because you can't cover for 15 seconds. I mean, he's escaping that pass rush and he's running to the right. Oh, well, the receiver's going to run with him. Oh, nothing's open. Okay, then I'll take off. And the gates man coverage realistically because you always got to leave somebody back. The zone covers. Now a wide receiver can just sit down in the zone. Like, it's it's the ultimate problem to have for a defensive coordinator. Like, besides, besides like a – Besides, like, what the Chiefs had last year with, like, a great tight end over the middle and somebody who could take the top off because it was like, well, damn, we can't keep a safety deep because now Kelsey's going to come over the middle. And we can't, you know, keep the middle clear because then Tyree's going to outrun everybody. Like, besides something like that, like, a running quarterback is your number one problem now because, like, like I just said, what are you supposed to do? Man, somebody has to be on him. Zone, receiver gets open. Pass rush, cool. I'll just escape the pocket. Good coverage down the field. I'll just keep running around for 20 seconds, wait for a receiver to get open. 1000% agree. And and the and the Bears, the Bears, they just figured it out. They just figured it out. Let's this guy ran a four, what, four, four, uh, four, four flat at, at his pro day. So and he wasn't, he didn't, they didn't really do a lot of design runs in Ohio State. That really wasn't his game. He kind of just stayed in the pocket shotgun, do the ball down the field, quick reads, things like that. They did RPO. They did RPO at times. They did RPO, but it wasn't uh, like Lamar Jackson or what we're seeing right now from from this Bears offense and how they're unlocking Justin Fields and they're using his legs. Not Now he's not running for his life. He's running to uh, bring life to the offense. And um, I think I think that's a great – a great thing that they were seeing right now, you know, they, they they were semi-aggressive making that trade for Claypool. We'll see if they could develop some type of rapport. In the second no half call of on that last play, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it was a bad, it was a bad, no, it was a bad no call. It was a bad no call. But I just want to see, I just want to see what what we see from Fields and and Claypool, because they made the move to to acquire him, and I, I want to see that. I want to see that chemistry, uh, you know, how, how how that plays out. And then for Miami, it's. It's just a it's just a beautiful thing when you when you see franchises and organizations really care about about their quarterback, care about their team, and and understand who they have under center and what they need to do to make those guys successful. We saw two at Alabama, and we saw they had Nick Saban put a bunch of fast guys around him and, and a solid run game around him, and and two have flourished in that type of system. Every quarterback is a system quarterback. Anybody that comes on here. And, and and it talks about anybody say oh he's just a system quarterback, anybody that says that lazy late lazy football analysts, uh, they're not really an analyst because every quarterback plays in a system. FYI for people that don't every player does like uh, it's such a you know we see when we see people on TV there's like he's a system player obviously every player every every player plays every, in the every system, stat right? has a system. It's 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 cringe. Some are just more complex or, or you know better than other systems. But I mean, yeah, exactly, exactly. It, it's so it's so bad when they when they make that take. And yeah, I know he only has three touchdowns, leading the league and and I mean he's leading the league in receiving yards. Tyreek Hill. I mean, what can we say? What can we say? Pace for two K. Might get a couple. Might get a couple MVP votes. I think. I think he deserves a couple MVP votes. You want to talk about valuable? Uh, they made this trade for him. They they traded a haul, and not only did they, 
not only did they trade a haul, they gave him a bag, and he's yeah. completely lived up to this to this contract so far. He's made life so much easier for for Tua Tagovailoa, uh, just his ability to you know obviously the yak. He's made it so much easier for Jalen Waddle, not not having to you know one go up against the top corner every single Sunday, not seeing double teams every single Sunday. So now he has an ability to go off and beat one-on-ones like he's used to. And he's so talented as well. Gesicki in the seams, making plays now. There were some questions early in the season. He wasn't really clicking with the offense. And now he's, you know, he's, he's doing a great job getting in the red zone. They're going to need him in the red zone. He should be a big time red zone threat for them with his size, his leaping ability. And of course you got to worry about those two other guys. So he should definitely get some easy looks in the red area, and, and there have been some times where he's able to he's able to get in the red zone. Obviously, we talked about a couple of weeks ago. We talked about him trying to do the gritty and things like he's that. He's doing the but, dang flabbit. Yeah, but that but that's good. That means he's scoring, and I think that I think that's what Mike McDaniel wants. And Mike McDaniel, I know he's a little he's different. He has a different personality. <clears throat> it's not what we're accustomed to when we talk about a head coach in the NFL. We're used to a a standard, strong, strict guy. Yeah, he's a nerd. Yeah, politically correct, has to say all the right things. Yeah, he's different. He's different. Uh, he's, he, yeah, he's, he's a nerd. He's a nerd. Right, he's, he's, that, he's the 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 sitcom TV show high school nerd. Yeah, yeah, that everybody, that everybody likes. That everybody yeah. likes. He's cool with everybody. He, he, he blends in with everybody. And I think I think that's what Mike McDaniel is because you just – you talked earlier about Herbert and bringing in the offensive coordinator and, and – tying that in because he's a he's a young quarterback just because you do that doesn't mean he's a leader of men no not everybody is right and that that right there is what's going to decide whether or not of course scheme x's and all those things and of course all that matters too but if you're a leader of men if those if those 53 guys listen to you every day and believe in you and what you're saying every single day and they go out there and and not only of course play for themselves and their families but they're playing because they know they got somebody that's prepared and every single sunday for for sunday and to get those guys ready of course you're going to ball out you're going to ball out and i think that's what we've seen right now with mike mcdan their defense is a little concerning they've, they've had some some games where yeah they've given up they've given up a bunch of points i look back at that raven game that they ultimately got the w but they still gave up a lot a lot of points in that game and they gave up a lot of points in this game on on a with on a bears team that with even 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 though uh fields is immensely talented they still don't have a lot of a lot of offensive weapons is uh, it, to complement them so for them to get 32 that, points it's just they got to clean that up is it that equalizer that, that we just talked about? Because you just mentioned the two teams they've really struggled against was the Ravens and the Bears. So I mean, running quarterback, yeah, running quarterback, yeah, exactly. I running mean, quarterback could be it, yes, yes. It, it can just be the fact that it is that equalizer. I mean, obviously, you know, you got to worry because that is the type of quarterbacks you're going to play, um, especially these days. I mean, it, you know, hopefully Allen, you know, comes through this injury and, he, and he's fine. Uh, obviously, not the quick, twitchy, fast. Type of running quarterback, but you know the run you over had 94 yards in that in that jet game that we'll get to eventually. Um, but I mean, yeah, you're gonna have to deal with Lamar. You'll have to deal with you know some some of these running quarterbacks for sure. But I wonder if it also is that equalizer of that, and then you know I guess maybe some of the more prototypical quarterbacks will be fine. But 
Yeah, yeah I, I never, mean, I never understood the two of Tugavailoa hate. I never understood the hate. I didn't. I I, I never got. I was too it. scared. It didn't make sense to me. Like him. You said it was what? I was too scared of his injuries to like him. The ankle, the hip. First year I, he got hurt. I was like, yeah, ah. I get, I get that. I mean, I can't, but I'm not gonna hate on a guy because he's oh, injury prone. I think, and they're right. I know, I know. I'm not saying you, but I'm saying. Oh yeah, no, of course. On social media. I mean, he was he the was getting arm, criticized. He can't throw. Right. They traded for Tyreek, and he's not going to be able to throw the deep ball. And well, I mean, and I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. Like you, you do see it occasionally, where like Tyreek is open and he'll have to slow down or stop, you know, to, to catch but, but it. See, or, but see, let me hold on. Let me go before you, before you go. We're we're overanalyzing that so much, and only we're only doing that with Tua, and that's my point. There's so many quarterbacks in there for that underthrow guys and throw ball oh, yeah. passes that wide receivers make up for because they're great. But we just we're just looking anytime two of those oh, oh, that was, was underthrow. Oh, you got to put over his right. You got to put over his right shoulder so he can run. He can run through. He can run through it. Oh, come on, two. The, the hate about was always about his durability. His accuracy was always pretty good. Always yeah, he is super good. accurate. Always been accurate. Always anticipatory throws have always been elite. So yeah, exactly. The durability has been—it's still an issue. He has two, he still has, two he has two concussions in, in nine weeks, and missed three games. So that that's six and nine games where he starts and finishes. And I believe they're Gotta thirteen the and two. I believe they're thirteen and two in the last fifteen games that he started and finished. So, like I said, you win games, you stay places. And, and listen, you know, credit to him. Credit to him. Like, there was the whole, you know, we, you know, they're going to trade him away or, or they're trading for somebody this whole offseason. Then you go into the season, you have the Brady thing. You, you're in the season, you have the, the concussion stuff, and you have all the outside noise of, you know, oh, he can't throw this anyway. He can't do that. And he's like, listen, I'm going to do me. And they're, what, 6-3 and three now, 6-0 and oh in the games that he started and finished. Uh, the offense looks fantastic. Tyreek is on pace for two thousand yards. So, like, what are you supposed to say now? There's nothing. There's nothing to say. There's nothing to say now. Is get to the playoffs. Get to the playoffs. This division is stacked. If you would have told me that be that all four teams in the AFC West will have a will have a record above five hundred, I'd say you're crazy, right now. But uh, it's 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 here. It's true. It's live, and. With with the injury to Josh Allen, there's there's a there's a, a clear a clear opportunity for Miami to uh, you know to get that number one spot in the AFC East, and they already have a win over Buffalo already. Yeah. So uh, they're they're in the clear. They're in the clear right now. They just got to you know take it one week at a time. That's you know that's that cliche football quote, but they're in a great spot I, I just I just love what they've done Chris Greer I, I I'm just a fan of what they did and, and putting guys around to it man and just not setting him up to fail but setting him up to succeed it's a beautiful thing yeah killed the chat you are the killed chat, the chat. Right? Wow. Yeah, just, they, don't want to the chop, chat. they don't want to chop it up and drop facts like you bro that's just, exactly that's, that's, a, is, that's a them problem so if they're, they're not yeah. commenting they're lacking nah. <laughs> right, um, we, got the, we got the Panthers and the Bengals Listen, this was, this was a yeah, I mean, by the way, I played him in fantasy this week. So, of course, I lost in a game where I had Tyreek and Devontae uh, – not Devontae Smith, De- Devontae Adams. Still lost because Joe Mixon puts up 55. 
I, I, because both of those guys went bananas on Sunday. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Of course, I had to play him this week. I, I, I would have beaten everybody else in the league, too. Every other player in the league I beat besides the kid that I played this week because he had because he had Joe Mixon. Makes me sick. Absolutely sick. But, yeah, like you said, honestly, not much about this game. You just move on. Baker Mayfield came in the second half of this game. Probably be the starter moving forward if I had to imagine because I think uh, – I think PJ Walker was like two of thirteen with two interceptions in the first half. It, it was, was bad. It was, it was bad. Yeah, it was bad. Baker. I think Sam Darn. Sam Darn was going to get an opportunity to play, bro. Yeah, that too. Yeah, for sure. Listen, might be it for Baker, bro. This might be the end. This might be the end. It might be on the clipboard. Uh, oh yeah, for the rest no, of his career. I, I agree. Yeah. That um, I can agree with. He didn't get a fair shot. Uh, listen, I think I don't want to say he didn't get a fair shot. I think he got screwed. Said? I think he got screwed with the Browns. You go from Freddie Kitchens. No, no, no. no I'm sorry. Before that, you go right. from you go from uh, who was the first one? Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson. Freddie Kitchens. Then uh, who's the coach now? Kevin Stefanski. Kevin Stefanski. Mm-hmm. You lead the team to the playoffs. First one in God knows however long. 25 years ago. Beat the Steelers. Next year, you're injured to all hell, and you still play throughout the entire year. And then you get traded away to a Panther team, which we can see, maybe not very good. (laughs) And the blame still goes to him. Like, I think he kind of got screwed. Now, has he always played very well? No. And, you know... Being the number one pick, you obviously thought that he was going to, you know, he, that's a franchise saver. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. So, it definitely didn't live up to those expectations. But, like, I still feel like he kind of got screwed. When you're a top pick, you're going to a bad team. That's that's a given. And I will give him credit in that. They, he got the Browns to the playoffs. The Brown, I mean, the Browns, were the, the Browns went from a laughing stock of sports to 20 years to relevant. They're relevant. Even now Um, they're right. Even with, even with Jacoby Brissett on the center, uh, they're relevant. They got Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, all those guys, Mark Cooper, uh, Miles Garrett. And then, and then, and then David has been nice this year. The joke has been good. got the bag playing well. And then obviously they're getting number four back in a couple weeks. So uh, they're, they're, they're in prime. And, but it's just, by the way, it's tough, man. Now listen, I mean, it's. By the way, very excited for Deshaun's return. Very excited for Deshaun's return. Yeah, I just, as, yeah, as in I a full, like listen, in a full football capacity. Of course, of course. I'm just, you just listen. You know, I gotta know. put the disclaimer out there. Yeah, yeah, they go try but, to cancel you, bro. Yeah, like, <laughs> they go try but to cancel you. Deshaun, I'm back on the field. Kind of excited, especially because I've stashed him in some fantasy leagues. So. You know. Yes. Yeah, it, it's going to make that division very exciting. I, I've. That that three 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 team race with those three guys for the next at least five years uh, is gonna be. Did you incredible? Now that you just said that, that, listen, this isn't gonna happen because if the Ravens can't come to a contract agreement with Lamar, he's obviously just gonna get franchise tagged. But did you see the quote from Sean Payton that was like, "I'm a free agent. Lamar could be a free agent," and I was like, "Interesting." What's the word? Imagine they were just like, hey, listen. Now, this would never happen, and I'm just saying it. But imagine it was just like, hey, Texans, 
we'll, we'll give you th- we'll give you a couple firsts. Not this year, so we got the number one pick. We'll give you a couple first Saints, and then you know Lamar. Why don't you come on over? Start a whole new uh, franchise. I would advise him not doing that. I wouldn't. Either. I would not. You know, could you I imagine? Would not. If yeah, they I know. I know. Pick a team. If they picked a team, they're like, "Hey, Lamar." Hey, I like you. I don't know why they won't give you a two hundred fifty guaranteed. Yeah, I don't know why either. I don't know why either. It's it's really laughable. It's really laughable. Bengals. They're doing what they need to do. They got to keep winning because Baltimore's Baltimore's still winning, and they got that. They have the tiebreaker. Um, and this is a good. This is a good win for them. And they've had some wins. They've had some really good wins like this throughout the season, and they've had some losses that were yeah. their head scratchers. So um, they're getting on the right track slowly but surely. This this was definitely a get-right game. We said this last week um, for for Cincinnati. Green Bay, this, we thought not this another one we thought it was a get-right game. Ended up being a Season's a over, terrible by the way. One. Season's over? You can pack the Packers up, baby. No yeah. pack, no. Not go, no. Um, yeah, season's <laughs> done. Listen, the offense is bad. Uh, to be fair, they're also very injured as well. David Bakhtiari is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in NFL history. Um, he's questionable leading up to the game. He'll play in the game like this one. He played the first quarter. Then he was ruled questionable for the rest of the game. He's on the Peloton the entire time, you know, trying to, you know, loosen the knee up or whatever, and then came back into the game with like a minute and 50 seconds left in the fourth quarter on the last drive. Uh, so having your left tackle, the man who's making the most money on your offensive line, just consistently like, hey, can you go on this drive or no? No, I don't think so. Not on this line. You know, the knee's really barking right now. And, you know, they were kind of, kind of talking about it on McAfee with, you know, uh, with Rappaport where it's kind of like I think it's more of a situation of he's healthy, but he doesn't trust the knee. Because, listen, everybody looks at, at at injuries as in, you know, all right, the doctor cleared you, you go out, you go back out there, you're ready to go, whatever, whatever. But you know, you talk to any athlete or things like that, or people have been hurt like that. It is always that mental hurdle as well, where it's like, yeah, you cleared me, but then why doesn't my why doesn't my knee feel normal? And to them, it's like, listen, sorry to break it to you, pal, but this is your new normal. And I think that's in my head at least, that's what Bakhtiari is going through, where it's like, listen, my knee just doesn't feel right. And they're like, listen, your knee structurally is fine. It does, it's never gonna feel like it did before ever again. Sorry. You played football, like 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 you were saying earlier when we were talking about Tua. It's a contact sport. It's a rough sport. People get hurt all the time. So like, this is your new normal. So you got to like mentally work through that. It's kind of like when you know they always say when running backs come back from ACLs or Achilles or things like that. It's that first cut. Like yeah, you got cleared by the doctor, but like you go back out onto the field and it's like oh my gosh, I got to try and juke this guy out. All right, fine, screw it. Got to test the knee out, and you really plan. You push off with that leg where it's like. Oh, it's not going to fall off. And I think that's kind of what Bakhtiari is going through. And, and the fact that it's your left tackle, the guy who's protecting Rodgers' blind side. Um, and then, I mean, even for Rodgers, like you're seeing it now where the frustration is kind of boiling over. Uh, you know, he, that, that one interception he threw, I think it was, his, I think it might have been his third one, you know, where he tried to fit it into a really uh, tight window in, in the, you know, passing down the field, you know, letting out a big scream on the field, you know, pumping the fist, looking frustrated. That was, the, I mean, that was the last. That was the last one, right down the middle. Yeah. Yep. Down That's the middle. That's what Tanya. Yep. Yeah. Because you know the first interception, I think, is bad luck. Uh, you know, bounces off of a helmet. Okay. The second one, I mean, for, 
Listen, it, was, it, was, it was supposed to be a, it was supposed to be a block and release for Bakhtiari. Yeah, right? from from Bakhtiari. First of all, yeah. you're on the goal line with AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. Why are you doing a block and and run with David Bakhtiari? No, it's a it's a good play because because of what you just said. They're thinking they they're thinking they're going to go to. Uh, I know, AJ but like Aaron Jones, it just it just failed because they had they brought the pressure he, and well, he underthrew it by but, fifteen yards. Well, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, because he got he got pressure and he had to throw it off his back foot. He couldn't get as much air on it, and Ada Hutchinson made a hell of a play. Packers remind me so much of New England during Brady's last year. They will have some huge decisions to make this offseason. season. Uh, Vic said Aaron screwed the Packers over. I'm just going to say it. He won't make plays, doesn't want to give his receiving core a chance, doesn't want to work with the team or be a leader. And Aaron is so overpaid, the Packers can't put pieces around him. I listen, Gridiron and Vic. I was going to say, there's nothing for me to say that's like, I can't believe you would say that. Like, the 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 Brady and and Patriot thing is very true, except you know, the Patriots made the playoffs that season. I listen, I the Packers are dead. They're not making the listen. I'll, listen, if they make the playoffs, I will legit. I genuinely will be shocked if they make the playoffs. Like, and and don't get me wrong. And like, we'll get to the Bucks game as well. And and yes, they did win this week. They still didn't look very good. We're getting to the point where it's like, it's Aaron Rodgers and, and Tom Brady. Like, yeah, they're gonna figure it out. And we say that because they've been figuring it out literally our entire lives. Like, as 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 long as I can remember football. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady have been figuring it out. Like, yeah, you lose a game that you're not supposed to lose, and you're like, oh, 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 oh what's happened? What's going on? And then it's like, okay, never mind. We're going to win four games in a row now. Like, they figure it out. I don't think there's figuring it out. Like, the Packers are hurt on defense. Like, like Vic said. I know. Like Vic said. I up. mean, they don't – I don't think he trusts his receiving core. And, I mean, even the one that he has – you know, Cobb, he probably trusts the most. He's out. Christian uh, – was it Christian Watson or, or Walker? Yeah. Um, he, he can't stay healthy. Romeo yeah, Dobbs right. on the first play of the game, I think he got hurt. Uh, so you have Alan Lazard and Robert Tunyon, and then even late in the game, Aaron Jones got hurt, which, you, you know, we've said it over and over again. Last year in that playoff game against the 49ers, he threw, I believe, 20 of his, of his 28 passes to either Adams or Aaron Jones. So that's obviously another guy he trusts in the passing game who wasn't playing in that game. So, but when, like, but when are we? When are we? When are we gonna? Better. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, 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 that's it. I'm saying, I, I, it just doesn't get better to me. Like, I don't see the like. There's no fix because I don't think Odell's coming here. Adams isn't walking past. Isn't walking through the door again. No, that's over. Yeah, that's done. yeah. Like, like there's like CJ. You know what I look at it as, and you know, unless they do a trade back. <laughs> I look at it almost in a baseball perspective because I think it's like a very easy one to make. And I mean, you could do it in, in, in football as well. But like, like this year, Jacob Degrom for the Mets, probably one of the best pitchers in baseball history, hurt the entire season. And like people were like, "Oh, they need to trade for a pitcher," but Degrom came back right at the trade deadline. So it's almost like you went out and traded and for right. that star pitcher. And that's not happening with the Packers. It's not like Devontae Adams is recovering from a from an ACL injury and he's coming back week 10. Like, oh, my, we got, we got to just weather the storm until week 10. He'll come back. He'll come back. There's nobody walking through the door. And you can't trust anybody on your receiving core now. So nothing changes. Yeah, nothing changes. And, again, I, you know, listen, I know we're going to get on Rodgers, and Rodgers is, is – uh, uh, it's a, it's a, he's an easy guy to critique. He, you know, he's different. He doesn't have uh, his, his thoughts are are not 
that's maybe doesn't fall along uh, a line with uh, maybe what a lot of people think. But when are, when are we gonna you know put some put some uh, some heat on, on on this Packers front office? Oh, absolutely. They they haven't they haven't they haven't drafted a first round wide receiver ever ever. <laughs> so I mean, you would think losing D Hop would be the first, the inaugural season of. <laughs> You know, getting a getting a, uh, a wide receiver in the first round, and it's not like over the last three four years we've been deprived of elite talent in the first round. Out of the first round, we've seen nothing but greatness. Listen, DK slipped to the second. Yeah, AJ Brown too. AJ Brown too. Uh, Devontae uh, Devontae Adams too. Uh, Stephon Diggs. A lot of guys dropped to the second. A lot of guy. A lot of great guys fell fell to to the second round, but. They have still. I mean, they still just still haven't been able to find a guy. I think Romeo Dow's a fourth round pick. Uh, I think Watson was a second round pick, but again, he just hasn't been able to stay healthy, like you said. Uh, this is Vic. The Packers have the toughest closing schedule in the league, even if they picked up some no name from the AFL. That's actually good. The Packers may end the season with three more wins. That's a great point. It falls right into what I was going to say, Vic. Shout out to you, brother. They play the. They play Dallas, Tennessee, loss, loss. Philly, loss, Chicago. Win. Rams. Win. That's 50 50. Yeah. yeah. Just, both teams are so mid. Uh, and Dolphins in, in Miami. Vikings again. Vikings already got one win over them. Loss. And Lions to finish out the season. I'll give them so, a win. So, yeah, that's kind of like three wins. Right? <laughs> that's just uh, like three <laughs> wins right there. Like Vic just said. Uh, uh, I'd probably say, I mean, maybe Titans could be a dub too. Maybe if Tannehill comes back, I just think Malik Willis got to take it. You got to give him some time. Yeah, yeah, it was tough to watch. It was tough to watch, but you know, can't expect him to be an all-world guy. Oh, how second second game as a starter. He's a five passes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he got he got to lock in, and then he's who's he throwing the ball to? AJ Brown? Oh yeah, that's nobody. Right. right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they'll 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 figure it out um, over there. But for Green Bay's sake, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and and Rodgers, sure, Rodgers could be a leader and, and galvanize those guys and <clears throat> play a part in helping those guys play better, unlocking uh, unlocking those young receivers, getting the most out of them. This is things that we've seen Brady do over the course of his 20-plus career, 20-plus year career in New England. But he's not Brady. He's never been Brady. And this is why this is why when people play the comparison the comparison game and say Rogers is better than Brady during you know kind of during their prime, I always and people always look to Aaron Rodgers' talent, uh, being more talented, the arm strength, the ability to make the off schedule throws, the improvisation, um, and, and the kind of the you know the background football back backyard football style that Rodgers brings that you know makes it more exciting to watch if you're a football fan. I get that, but. We also got to talk about the intangibles too. We talk about this game of football, bro. It's also a team game, and uh, you need intangibles um, with talent. You need both. You need both. And Brady had that. Brady had the intangibles. His obviously his intangibles superseded his talent because he wasn't the most athletic guy, but he did the little. He did the other things, and that's what made him great. Rogers, ne- never, never in that category. So when people played that. That football math. Oh, if, if Aaron Rodgers was being coached by Bill Belichick, Belichick he would have won 16. ten Super Bowls. No, no, 
any and you think when people you think when people Josh said that taking a discount his entire career like Brady did? Intangibles. <laughs> I mean, you're, just, you're on more iron like off than Rodgers. You think you think Rodgers and Brady? I mean, you think Rodgers and Belichick is going to have a, a twenty-year uh, love fest? Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Again, people try to play that football math, bro. That that Madden math, and Madden's trash. So that should already tell you how that's going to play out. I feel oh, it's great. I feel like the Packers receivers never went at the line. A bunch of Todd Pinks, Pinkstons, Pinkstons out there. Wow, Todd, man, I heard that in a minute. Um, yeah, yeah, they can't create separation. Their releases aren't great. They have Dobbs is fast, but it doesn't matter how fast you are if you can't get off the line, like you just said. So uh, it, it's 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 a tough. It's it's been a tough watch for Green Bay this year. And Rogers is going to get all all the all the heat and all the all the uh, criticism for it just because of who he is and and, and the things that he's uh, you know he's talked about over these last couple of years. So he's an easy target, and when you're losing, you know people are going to pounce on you, and that's what's happening right now. So I agree. I I just don't see them making the playoffs, and with the, with the injuries they have on defense too. So that's, that's not even something they could fall back on. Push come to shove, even though they did you know hold the hold the Lions to 15 points. Oh yeah, it's it's tough, tough season, tough season for Green Bay, and I think Rogers needs to play better. But I'm not just going to sit here and say the Green Bay front office is just shouldn't get any type of criticism, or we shouldn't be looking at them like, what are you doing? Why are you not being aggressive? You know, you weren't going to get, you know, you weren't going to keep Devontae Adams. You should have made a move. You, you, you have Aaron Rodgers. He's 37, 38 years old. He probably has a year or two left in the league, if that. Uh, it's probably he's probably on a year to year basis. And you're not going to put an elite wide receiver around him after losing your the best wide receiver in, in football and in, in an offseason. You don't put anybody around him, not one, not, not even one guy. So I, I have to look at them too. I can't just I, I can't just get on Rodgers and call Rodgers this and that. And uh Aaron Rodgers is more NFL streets value four. Great game, cool game breaker mechanics, awesome wall run ability, but not big enough for a continuous franchise. That's hilarious. Yeah, you, yeah so you can't. You probably can't even do NFL Street Volume Four anymore. He's, he's getting up there. He's getting. That's probably. That's probably Mahomes. Shout out NFL Streets. <laughs> Great game. What a game. Timeless. Timeless game. I was a big fan of Blitz back in the day. Lawrence Taylor on the cover. Classic. Classic. Football. Football would be on fire. The football. Yeah, football would be on fire. You could break limbs as soon as you get that big hit. That, that that graphic, that switch graphic, you could literally kill somebody in the game. No, nah, no, seriously, like it was it was bad. literally <laughs> it was bad. We should not be playing that game at like eleven. Hey, mom, can I play? Yeah, yeah no, nah, I was like, was this football? I was like, uh, <laughs> something like, like operation that. to me. Yeah, I was like, I was like something like that. Uh, we got the Raiders and the Jaguars. Oh, Jaguars get the dub in, in this one. 17 nothing lead the Raiders had, I believe, at halftime, if not uh, at one point in the game. Uh, one point in third, yeah. Yeah, in the yeah. third. And then, and then uh, uh, Jacksonville came back and, and got the W. These guys don't – these 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 guys don't uh, – they, they, they don't believe in, in Josh McDaniels. Here we no. are. This, here we are. This is part two. This is Denver all over again. Uh, I, I, this is Denver. Now, now you want to give Devontae Adams. Now Devontae Adams gets 10 receptions for a buck 40. Now, CJ, but you know what the problem is? You know, you know what the problem is? 
It's ridiculous. You know what the problem is? He had, yeah, I think he finished with 10 for 146 right. and two touchdowns. He had nine catches for 130 yards and two touchdowns in the first half. He got one catch for 16 yards in the second half of the game. Do you not see what happened in the first half of the game? And don't get me wrong, I'm sure that they were covering different because they were like, well, listen, we just gave up 130 yards to them. Probably can't do that again for another half. I don't think we're, that's very sustainable. But, I mean, there had to be a way to get him the ball more. And of course I mean, there's I'll, a way. Of course and, there's a way, bro. And, I'll, listen, I, I like Carr. I really do. I thought he would play a lot better this year. There were a couple of throws, too, Adams, where it's like, okay, that one was a little high. Maybe catchable, but a little high. And then there was a there was a play uh, in the back of the end zone where he had a – I believe it was uh, Brandon Bolden open for a touchdown, and he underthrew it. Brandon Bolden, um, former Pat. Yes, sir. Where, you know, he, he underthrew that one. So – and, and, you know, CJ, I, I was curious about something because I was like, you know, I feel like this defense should be a little bit better. I mean, they're not very good, and they just released uh, – I think it was – was it Abrams today they they, they had just released? They released um, Abrams? I believe so. I missed that. I, I, I know they released some safety. I want to say it is him. I could be <laughs> wrong. And I see you looking I see you looking it up yeah, here. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah, let yeah. me know if I'm wrong on that. Yeah. But – um. Here's my here's my other thing, CJ. I'll, I'll let you guess. How many sacks do you think Chandler Jones has? I'm gonna say two. A half. Like a half a sack. Half a sack. <laughs> so I mean, listen. We we look at all these offseason moves of like, oh my gosh, the Chargers got Khalil Mack and the Raiders got Chandler Jones and, and he did get and cut, bro. Wow. He did. Have you seen the first round picks from Mike Mayock? Hunter or Henry Ruggs arrested. That cornerback he drafted got arrested. Arnett, yeah. Yep, Arnett. Leatherwood got released. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. They declined his fifth-year option. And they declined Josh Jacobs' fifth-year option, which they're obviously going to regret now because he's playing like an absolute demon. But, uh, yeah, so first of all, they screwed up those draft picks. But anyway, like – you saw Khalil Mack in the Charger game make an impact, and even the first game of the season. Remember the first game of the year uh, with the Chargers, you know, getting getting some sacks on. Uh, I want to say they played the Chiefs the first game of the season, right? Uh, get getting sacks on Mahomes. No, not not the first game. No. No. Yeah, you're right. But whatever. I know, like Khalil, uh, Khalil has at least made an impact for the Chargers. Yes. Like Chandler Jones is half a sack. Well, Chandler Jones, I look back at the numbers last year, and, and even in Arizona, Chandler Jones had a great first half of the season, and then the, the second half was very bad. I think he's, uh, you know, he's getting up there. He's getting up there in age. CJ Pop says it was foretold. New York would be twelve and five. Ha! Yeah, tell, yeah, yeah, tell, tell, big senior man, lay, lay, lay off the, lay off the alcoholic beverages, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, lay off the lay off that, brother. Come on now, twelve and five. Come on, boy. come on, big big stop it, bro. <laughs> Sunset, lay off the alcohol. Yeah, lay, lay off the you know the couple of drinks, man. Come on, lay twelve and five. Yeah, gosh, Zach Wilson, stop it, stop it, Mister Inconsistency. Yeah, stop that, stop that. But uh, good, good, good win for Jacksonville. I'm just. Oh, I'm looking. I'm looking at this 2021 the quarterback class right now. This is this is this is. You know, we got two years. This is two years. 
Uh, let's 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 go through let's let's go through it a little bit right now. So this is, we're a year and a half we're in a year and a half through away for for both five of these quarterbacks. Justin Fields, we know what it is. I think he has the highest upside out of everybody. That 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 clearly seems to be evident right now based on what we've seen over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, listen, last year was a wash. We've talked about that for for whatever circumstances they were. This year. Better, better, not out of this world, but much better. I think next year, I, I, I definitely want to see if he could get this get this team to the playoffs. It, it's so I don't want to say easy because the Tennessee, uh, I mean, Mike Vrabel, man, hell of a coach, hell of a coach, hell of a unbelievable. Coach. But still, even 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 with Vrabel being as excellent as he is. Jacksonville should still be able to, you know, keep it competitive, and they're 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 playing they're playing solid. They're playing solid. They had some good wins this year, um, and I, I didn't expect much from them this year anyway. So that's why I said next year. I already year. forgot that Ridley got Ridley traded. It's uh, such a big pickup. Yes, yes, it does. Yeah, I, I, I forgot about that. I forgot about. It. So yeah, it, it just falls along with what I'm saying right now. And uh, Zach Wilson, I'm good. La- last so last year it was. It was tough. It was a lot tough. of injuries. A lot, lot of injuries. The play wasn't great this year. They injured again. Sy- injured again, but they have a system in place now that impacts winning. And all he needs to do is just not turn the ball over, uh, just like what he did against Buffalo, and they got the dub. No turnovers, and they get the W. I mean, it's just I mean, when 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 is that light bulb going to turn off for that young man? Because uh, I do, I do see some solid plays here and there, and then I also see what I saw against New England last week. So uh, that's 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 my thoughts on Zach. Uh, Trey Lance, obviously hurt, and uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. Really, yeah. he got hurt the second no game. Idea. He got hurt the second game as as uh, as the guy. Uh, that's unfortunate. So we'll see next year. I talked about Fields, and then Mac Jones. It's, it's perfect, perfect, seamless transition into in, into this uh, Colts. Patriot game. Before we go into the Patriots, let's talk about the Colts. Big news: Frank Wright getting Frank Wright getting fired. But not only that, uh, Jim Ursay goes and hires Jeff? Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday, ESPN um, goat, former 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 head former head coach in the NFL. No, 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 no. Right? former former OC. Right, got to be OC. In no, NFL, no, right? no, 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 no. Oh, so def- def- defensive right. coordinator. No, right? no, si- no, Assist- no, assistant no. head coach. No, can't say he was. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that. No, okay. No, no, no. He came. He came from college. Come CJ, on, you won't believe. CJ, you won't, CJ, you won't believe this. Oh, what's what's his ranking? What's his highest coaching? CJ, you won't believe this. He didn't. He didn't coach in college either. Oh my god! So. Listen, I'm not mad at Jeff Saturday. This is bigger than Jeff Saturday. This is so much bigger than Jeff Saturday. And and I'm not I'm not a guy I'm not a guy that likes to, you know, play that card. Everybody knows what card I'm talking about. But it's just the the process is just so weird to me, man. The process was so no interviews, no hiring pro, not like what like it's just do you need you want your resume? Nah, don't worry about the resume. You don't have to. You don't have to put that resume in. Don't worry about that, champ. You're good. You got it already. You got it. Interview. What's that? Yeah, heard of her. Crazy, crazy. And so, I, so that, that that was some of my first thoughts when I saw it. And then uh, over time, I started to think a little bit more about it, and I was like, bro, I was like, I'm telling myself, I'm like, yo, bro, like this is this. You shouldn't be surprised. You shouldn't really be surprised when you own a team. 
You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Yes, you can. <laughs> when you when when it's yours, you could do whatever you want. This is like a GI Joe to them. Yeah, Take it out and play with it when you want. Yeah, this. I mean, I, I can't. I, I'm. I can't get mad. I can't get mad. I'm not gonna sit here and and go on a you know a ten minute rant like these guys on ESPN and just and, you know cry and yell about the same thing over and over again. It's no point because what is nothing Roger Goodell could do. Roger Goodell. He's not, he's not, the hierarchy is, he's under the owner. So what, what is Roger Goodell going to do? No, no, Jim Mercer, you can't do this. Huh? He'd be voted out in the next negotiation. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> exactly. He loses his job. So he's not doing that. Owners are going to do what they want. Uh, Jeff Saturday, one of the best. Jim Mercer is beyond out of touch. This is his gridiron. Everyone knew Belichick was going to crush Ellinger, but somehow he was the last to know. <laughs> He was the last to know. Uh, I don't think he was the last to know. I think he knows. I think they, they're preparing themselves to get a quarterback. And that's what this is what I said they, they should have done from the jump. Saturday, one of the best centers uh, in my generation, what him, what him and Peyton Manning did during those years in, in Indianapolis were incredible. And then he had that one year in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers before he retired. And we saw him on ESPN. Now, I will give Jim Ursay, you, you, he hired Tony Dungy when Tony Dungy should have never got fired by the, by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He should have never lost that job. And he lost that job and lost it to John Gruden. But then Jim Mercer hired Tony Dungy, and we know the rest is history. First African-American head coach to win the Super Bowl. So, so you know, if people want to come out and, you know, say whatever they want to say, and when they, when they, when they throw that card out there, uh, it, it's just I, I, it's tough to do that because he he, he has he was the some diversity. Then then and then not not only not only did he have Tony Dungy, after Tony Dungy hired Jim Caldwell, who, had, who also had a really good, uh, solid couple seasons for the Colts before obviously, uh, Peyton got hurt in the Luck situation and all that transpired. So he's shown he he's shown more. Uh, he has a resume of diversity in terms of his head coaching. Uh, hires, so I'm, I, I'm not gonna. I can't sit here and, and go off the wall and go crazy. I, I just, I just still, to me, the process is is still flawed. But this is this is his team. No one's gonna tell him what to do. It's, you can't can't tell me nothing. Like 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 on graduation, you can't tell me nothing, bro. And it's my bread, it's my team, and I'm cool with Jeff Saturday. I feel like Jeff Saturday. He feels like Jeff. He feels like Jeff Saturday is gonna be a motivator of men. I think Jeff Saturday's game plan is whenever every time every time he talks, uh, uh, kind of no, you're good, bro. Um, every time every time I, I listen to Jeff Saturday, when I saw him on Get Up or I saw him on First Take, he's an old lineman, so you know he loves the trenches. You know he loves talking about the trenches and and playing inside out, and that's that's the way you need to play. Uh, so I hear when when I hear that, I hear Jonathan Taylor. That's all I hear, and and that that's that's what they need to do. I, I wouldn't. I would not rush him back. There's no need to rush him back. You're not going anywhere this season with eight games left, and with Sam Ellinger as your quarterback. So, they need to. If they don't need to rush Jonathan Taylor back, that's your franchise. Make sure he's good. I'm not saying tank, but I'm saying just make sure he's fresh, bro. There's no point in him um, using up all those carries when we already know the shelf life for a running back is limited. So. Uh, the, the less less is more in the 
Yes, yes, but but for Pierce it's a little different because he hasn't proved as much yeah. as as JT, so he he's still, he has to put that pain in a little bit more. Uh, but I agree, I agree. It, it's he's he's pretty much running for nothing. Essentially, he is running for something. He's gonna get he's gonna get bread, but in terms of winning, they're not gonna win. Uh, but so yeah, Jeff Saturday, I like his I, I like his I like what he brings to the table in terms of how he wants to play based on what the things he said he said. On on ESPN, that's all we can go off of. He literally has no other coaching, <laughs> no other resume when it comes to just Madden. Yeah, just just Madden. So we'll see how it plays out. He's interim head coach, not guaranteed for the rest of the season. But listen to Jim Mercy in that in that in that press conference, introductory press conference. It seems like he's going to be the guy. I give him credit for sticking with with Chuck uh, Pagano, but last week Ursay said uh, said. Uh, Reich was safe when then they lost the game that was expected to be a loss. Most observers to most observers, and then Reich got fired. Yeah, Reich was he was he forty and thirty three in five years as a head coach. Solid had a different starting quarterback every single every, year. Every single every single year is the coach. You would almost make a case that is amazing that he that he was that good. I mean, he still had he still has he still has solid quarterback play though. He still has solid quarterback play. Solid, so, decent, decent. Average. I'm changing adjectives crazy by the second. But you can kind of look at it this way. You can kind of look at it this way. As, and this, you know, it's another thing that proves how important the quarterback is because you could look at his record and just see as the quarterback play declines, so did the record. They go 10 and 6 with Rivers. Nobody liked Wentz. They go 9 and 8. And then this year they've been awful. And who's been awful? Matt Ryan and, and Sam Ellinger. So, like, yeah. Is he a bad head coach, or is it like, do you see what I'm working with? You gave me a stopgap Phil Rivers, you gave me a stopgap Wentz, and you gave me a stopgap Matt Ryan. And like, yeah, I feel, I just feel you like can almost look and be like, yeah, you were a positive head coach. That's impressive. Yeah, he's he's gonna get a shot somewhere else. Oh yeah, he'll be an offensive he, coordinator next season. Yeah, he'll be an offensive coordinator, and then that that'll potentially propel him into another head coaching job. I, I completely agree with you there. But even for Jeff Saturday now, it, it just it doesn't matter. Even even if their identity is running the football and playing inside out, like I talked about, you still need a quarterback. In. Oh yeah, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be the, the the deal breaker for the Colts. They haven't been able to find a guy in four years, and it it, it would it would help them immensely if they're able to find that guy. There's a couple guys in college right now. There's a guy from Kentucky. I'm blanking on his name right now, but he's really good. I talked about him. The hooker struggled. He struggled last week against Georgia, but it's Georgia. Bryce Young, they, 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 when when the draft when the draft when the draft talks start to come around, they go. I, I could I could see it now. They're gonna they're gonna talk about his size. They're gonna talk about how small he is. They're gonna talk about his lack of. They're gonna say he has lack of arm strength. I see all those criticisms for Bryce Young already. I could see it now. So when April comes around, I, I would not be surprised uh, by those narratives. CJ Stroud, solid, um, so, so, solid guys. So they, they they need they need to get a quarterback. No, like you said, no no more stop gaps. It's time to get a guy. It's time to get a guy. And you got to lose these next game. You got to lose the rest of these. I mean, you got to tink essentially. I mean, it's like yeah. I mean, you're you're looking. You can't at be that. good. You can't you can't play well this for the rest of the season. You can't. You can't. And Colts fans, you know, seeing some Colts fans on, on, on my timeline, I got a couple. Of, I got a couple guys on, on the on the timeline that are Colts fans, and I think from what I've seen, based on some of their tweets and you know how they reacted to everything over these last couple of weeks, 
I just think they're ready for this transition. And I think it's good. It's good. It's good. You just have to get ready for the transition. I think it's needed. I think they're tired of the ups and the, the ups and the ebbs and flows of having a guy thinking you had a guy, but then you don't have a guy. So I, I think it's, um, I think co-fans are definitely ready for this, for this transition. And I think ultimately, hopefully it works out for them if they get the right guy in the center, but back to this game. CJ, well, even, even though, you know, just real quick building on that, like, first of all, the Jeff Saturday thing, super weird. Um, yeah. I was watching the perfect show to uh, have that breaking news. I was watching McAfee. They had Rappaport on when it happened. <laughs> and, you know, just seeing everybody's reaction of like, are you serious? And, you know, they all start laughing and things like that, blah, blah, blah. And then you, know, you listen to the press conference too. It's like, it's weird because you kind of hear it and, it was, and you know, Ursay saying like, well, I'm glad that, um, you know, he doesn't have any coaching experience because he's not scared. He's not going to run to the analytics and things like that. And, Bob, you know, talking all the, you know, I just want a football guy as the coach. You know, kind of what he's saying. And, I mean, listen, I can't be mad at him because I'm the one who always sits up here and says analytics are stupid. Now, would I go and, you know, hire somebody with no NFL coaching experience? Yeah, you know, probably not. But I'll also say this in a weird way. He is a center. So, like, you got to be a hell of a smart person to be a center. You got to know all the cadences. You got to know all the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Audibles. You got to know all the audibles. You got to know all the cadences. Let's pick up signals. Exactly. So, like, you know, you're obviously hiring a smart person. And I know he had been a consultant with the team for a while, so you know, maybe he knows a little bit more about the team than than we would originally think. But the other problem is, you know, they have nobody on the on the coaching staff who's ever called a play. Nobody. Not a single person on that coaching staff that remains has ever called a play in the NFL. I think he should keep Reggie Wayne and make Reggie Wayne his offensive coordinator. Well, apparently they made some assistant to somebody that I got. I would have to look it up. Okay. But they made like some assistant who, like I said, had never called plays the offensive, like the interim offensive coordinator. So, so it's not Reggie Wayne. No, it's some dude I've never seen in my life. Yeah, um, Jeff Saturday names Parks Frazier, new yeah. play caller starting week ten. Um, Maybe he's trying things out. Hey, why not? Why not audition? What, what else? What else is there to lose? They don't have anything else to lose. This is this is a this is the season is done for Indianapolis. So I don't know if that's you know set in stone for so the four season. Before this, he was the. Pass game specialist slash assistant QB's coach. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would, I would go with Reggie Wayne. You know, they have John Fox <laughs> on the staff. Oh, they do. What, like, what's, they have, uh, John Fox is like a is like one of the not on the not senior on the advisors. Staff, like advisors. A, yeah, he's like an advisor. Why would you? Well, as a head coach, no, we've seen we've seen that story already. Not as head coach, but like maybe I DC. Could be a DC. Be a good DC. At, yeah. at least he has head coaching experience. Yeah, he, yeah, he could. He could be a good. He could be a good DC for them. Um, maybe they bring Pagano back. I don't know. I don't know what. I have no. I have no idea no, what. This is. I've never seen a more out of left field thing in my entire life. Like I read that, and I was because CJ, you know, you know Twitter. You know how sometimes you get like the tweets from like some random account. And like it's like oh things you might want to know you know like think stuff like that. You ever get those on Twitter? Oh yeah 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 yeah. 
I clicked and it said from Adam Schefter, but like you, you've seen like the fake accounts and the stuff like accounts, that. Yes. I clicked on, I was like, oh, that's not real. I was like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> I clicked on it and it was Adam Schefter and I clicked on the profile again to make sure. And it had the blue check and I was like, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was very crazy. It was definitely some news I did not expect. And then the worst part, the other worst part about it is too, CJ, you're right. They do have to lose the rest of the games because right now, they're three, five, and one, which is not very good. Yeah. They have the 14th pick in the draft. 14th. Exactly. You're not getting anything with the 14th pick in the draft. I mean, you got because because technically that tie helps them because it's basically like a win. So I mean, all the other three and five teams are ahead of them. The three and six teams, the two and six teams, Carolina two and seven, and then one six and one Houston. So like they have the 14th pick right now. So it's not even like we're all saying, oh, they need a quarterback. Yeah, I hope you're ready to trade this year's first and the next three because you're not getting one at 14. Whatever. Whatever they got to do. They need it. They need it. <laughs> they need it, bro. Gridiron. I love Jeff Saturday, but isn't the offensive line the worst unit on the team right now? I love the move, but just saying. Well, I mean, yeah, if that's the case, then that's good. I mean, yeah, if, I think they're the highest paid offensive line in the NFL, and they have been terrible. Yeah, Q, 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 Q Nelson hasn't been great this year. Ryan Kelly, they, they've struggled. They've struggled. The whole team has struggled. So, it's this. This is uh This is a. This is this is a good. I don't know about the hire. The high, again, the process is weird, but overall, in terms of what the Colts are doing, in terms of a reset and a reload very necessary but in this game against against the Patriots Sam Ellinger I mean mean, he didn't really have a lot of time to work with Matt Judon had a field day on this guy I believe we had nine I believe we had eight sacks nine we had nine as was right it was right after jump we had nine sacks Judon had three 11 and a half on the season 11 and a half 11 yeah he's he's balling he's balling he balled out first half of the season last year and kind of tailed off so I'm hoping I'm hoping that doesn't happen this year I'm hoping he you know he keeps it going uh, because we're gonna we're gonna need him because looking at looking at our offense, we gotta pray. And <laughs> uh praying even the word. Speaking of the offense, I don't I don't know. I, I just I just don't know what the direction is at all. I just don't know what the direction is. I, I just I don't know. I, I don't know because uh let me uh let me let me let me let me read you something real fast. Okay. Uh, this, this is this is a little, it's a little stat right here that I uh, just happened to find. Just stumbled upon. Yeah, it, it, it just, you know, just just stumbled across this stat right here. I just okay. want the, the 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 people of the hard count to know. So this this is this is this is John this is John Smith stats right here. I just want to. Oh, brother. It's for, for for the season. So yep. let's throw this out here right right now. 16 – this is week nine. This is week nine, by the way. Week nine scores we got here on the graphic for our, for our viewers. In, in nine weeks. Yep. 16 catches. Not good. 154 yards. Not what you want. Zero touchdowns. Uh, and then let's, let's, look at, let's look at Hunter Henry. You sure? Actually, he, played, he, played, actually, he played good on Sunday, finally. Finally had a, finally got an opportunity to, to to showcase his skills. On the season, nineteen receptions. 
240 yards. Not what you want. One touchdown. So, so our tight end group, right, that we paid the most two years ago, they have 35 receptions combined, mm-hmm. less than 500 receiving yards combined, oh. and one touchdown combined between both tight ends. When we need red zone, when we could use both of those guys in the red zone. Now, CJ, are, are you telling me that's not what you want? It's it's absolutely it's of course not of course not. Oh, okay, just want to. And 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 can I can I can I read you a quote real quick? It's crazy. Yeah, can I read you a quote. Dude. It kind of goes perfectly with this, by the way. Now I don't know if you saw it. I sent it into the group chat. No, I didn't see that. <clears throat> this is from. This is from Bill Belichick, our head coach. This is, how recent is this? What is this? This is, uh, I believe this was today. Okay. He said, it's almost like C.J. Mosley heard the play in the huddle. He was so fast. Bill Belichick, when asked if defenses know what's coming, saying Shaq Leonard for sure did. The Colts and the Jets were the Patriots' last two opponents, and the Jets are up again after the bye. So not only, because this is what that quote means to me, not only is the is the offense terrible, like you just said, the tight ends are useless. Mac is all right. Ramondre Stevenson's a bright spot. The wide receivers, uh, I'd rather you know go to Kmart and find somebody else. Not only is the offense bad, but it's predictable. Your last two opponents, you basically know what's happening. So your offense is bad because it has no talent on it, and you're predictable. You want to talk about you want to talk about a rock and a hard place. Listen, if you're going to be predictable. You got to have Cooper Cup and you know players like that because I hey listen even when you're predictable as all hell, I'm still going to beat you because I'm just better than you. Yes. And if you're not going to be and if you're not going to have the talent, then you can't be predictable. Okay, we're going to throw in a flea flicker, flea flicker. We're going to throw in a reverse here. We're going to have some people running double moves, things of that nature. Both. <laughs> Both. It's yeah. Crazy, okay. it's, uh, it, it's uh. It's very it's very frustrating. I, I wasn't a fan of, of, of the uh, Patricia hire or I promotion. See, I, don't I, ha- I don't know if you follow Dan Orlovsky on Twitter. I don't follow him, but I see I see his I see him in the NFL. He's doing full breakdowns of why the Patriots' offense is awful. Like mm. he showed check play. that out. He showed he, a play. He, he tweets. You want to see if I can pull up the tweet? Oh uh, yeah, sure. That'd be great. You you, you go ahead. I'm going to see if I can pull up this tweet here. All right, perfect. Matt Patricia, I have no idea. I, <laughs> I have no idea what, what you're doing, brother. I don't. I, I wish I did. I, I really, I really wish I, I understood what your mindset is in preparation every, for throughout the week because you have two tight ends that you paid, you know, north north of a hundred million dollars combined. Uh, I don't have the exact number on hand, but north of a hundred million dollars combined and. They only have 35 receptions combined in nine weeks and one touchdown. You can't get those guys to football. That's that's not accept. That's not acceptable. That's not acceptable to me. It's it's really not. It's really not. Mac Jones. You want to see it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, yeah. so go ahead before I go in the back. Let me click for Zoom. Go for your share screeners. Yeah. Oh yeah. Screeners. Of course. All right. Perfect. Let's go right here. Let me know if you can hear it. Yo, yeah, well, I see the first line. He said, this is the NFL question mark? <laughs> yeah. Let That's me know great. if you can hear it well. Everyone wants to tell me this Mac Jones in New England. Dude, this is third and four. Like, third and four. 
first of all, great motion happens. They got awesome. a little double echo. Bro. Now just watch this. Double like, echo? Oh, my bad. Hold up. You mean to tell me the quarterback can't play, guys? It's third and four. He catches the snap and he's ready to throw now. There's one person looking for the ball. Still a single human looking for the ball. He wants to throw the one-on-one -on -one route down to the bottom of the screen. What? When? When, do, when can he throw that guy the ball? He has to look for it. How about this spacing here? Gosh, can't believe he didn't throw that ball to those guys. This quarterback stinks. No, you're right. That, that's the guy that where is he supposed to throw the football it's all over their tape do you want to every, everyone wants to tell me this back Dude, this is it's a good tweet it's a good tweet it's awful like i mean he's really what he's really saying is matt patricia's terrible at his job that's what he's saying without saying it Nobody's surprised, by the way. Not me. I, I agree. I agree. And what he's and what he's saying about Mac and and those guys um, is is factual. It's factual. But KB was wide open. Terrible. We're looking at different things. KB was wide open. Um, it was clogged, bro. It was, it was clogged over there on that right side. It was very clogged. He he could have he could have definitely threw that to to KB, but. Um, it was. I mean, like, what? What were? What was Hunt, Henry and and um? What was that on the other side? What were they doing? It was like a three man. It was a. It was. A, it was trips on the three right. People man. within three yards of each other. Yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. They had. They had. They had trips on the right side, and all those guys looked like they was running the same route. It was, yeah, insane, insane. But still, it's not. It's not an excuse for Mac. Mac still needs to play better. I, I do think the play calling. And offensive coordinator, and not not only not only not only do we not have a, a offensive coordinator, who's the quarterback coach? Wow, um, you would think he'd have some type of experience in, in being a quarterback coach, right? None, zero at all. And that's my problem. And that's my problem with Bill. And I, I like Bill. I love Bill. That's my guy. That's my guy. Bill's my guy. But uh, he pretty much owns the team, right? Yeah, we could say that, right? He pretty much yep. owns the team, and. You can't tell him. I mean, Kraft, Kraft uh, allegedly the only time Kraft stepped in and, and did something was during the you know the Jimmy G Brady thing, right? That allegedly that was the only time he uh, he forced his hand. And, and as, right, as, as a as of course he was right, of course. Um, but this this is unacceptable right here, bro. You, you, you don't even you don't even hire. A at least a at least a coordinator with some type of cachet or some type of resume for your second year quarterback, it's unacceptable. It just is. Mac does need to make better reads. He does need to make better reads. There are some guys open and during those play in, in some plays, there are some guys open where he just he's just looking at one guy too long in terms of, as opposed to resetting his feet and, and looking elsewhere quick, quick, quick enough. He just hasn't done a great job of that this year. I'm I'm not I'm not about to go. I'm not one of these fans that's like, oh zappy, zappy, zappy. I just don't see I don't see how he makes our team any better. One, we're one, we're not play callers. Doesn't matter for play callers. Two, we have no idea what the process right now with Mac. They have a bye week. We'll see. And right now I would say the Pats are achieving right where it's bro. How how are how are the the put not put put the two back up? Because he, I mean, he made a couple points. Um he said, when we're not play callers. 
Is that a good okay. play call though? Okay, we're not we're not play callers. So what what? So we haven't we haven't been able to score in the first quarter. We scored 15 points in the first quarter in nine weeks. Okay, so I'm just saying, bro. I'm just going. I'm just going up the stats, bro. I don't got to be a play caller to see that the offense is not working. Uh, two, we have no idea what the process is right now for Mac. So they changed the offense. I, I don't know why he, Matt Patricia changed the offense. I don't get it. Changed the offense more shotgun, more uh, more stretch runs, more zone runs. Yeah, they changed to a why? zone blocking scheme. Why? Why? I don't know. I don't know. Where did he where did he come up with that system? He literally never ran a system before as a offensive head coach. Where did you where did he come up with that? No clue. They have a bye week and we'll see. And we will see right now. We'll say the Pats are achieving right where we thought. How are they achieving right where we thought, bro? When we haven't seen Buffalo, we haven't seen Buffalo yet. Now we'll see what we'll, we'll see what happens with, with uh with Josh Allen and that UCL injury. But if he's healthy. Those are those are tough games. We got Minnesota coming up. We got Minnesota coming up. I know Kirk, Kirk Cousins uh, is a master seller, but right now they're they're, they're playing well. They're playing well, so uh, we we could we could catch them on, on a on a bad night. Our only hope and is that we, game prime time, and Kirk is like a vampire. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. I mean, we, I, guess I was about to say we catch them with a bad night and it's prime time, but if if it's just a regular Sunday, one o'clock Sunday or four p four four twenty five game, I don't know, champ. I don't know. I'm not a fan of our outside. Did, did you not hear that, bro? You said we're not playing. You not hear the stats I just said for John o. Smith and Hunter Henry? Well, say it one more time for me, CJ. Bro, what? Fifteen receptions. I mean, thirty-five receptions between, between both guys in nine weeks. Uh-huh. I don't know, bro. I don't, I, I just some, something. I, I need an explanation for that, Corey. I, I just need. I need an explanation for that, bro. There is none. I need. I need that from somebody. Eight and a half, eight and a half was the over under. Five, five and four right now. Got to see Miami, Buffalo twice. Vikings, uh, the Raiders. Jets, won't, Jets, Jets after the bye. Raiders, Cardinals. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you could. Yeah, that is Patricia's fault, of course, bro. I mean, bro. <laughs> Having Patricia or Joe Judge being the play caller of this team was always going to be coaching malpractice. That is what that is. There is no reason in the almighty world that we are living on right now that Matt Patricia or Joe Judge should ever be an offensive coordinator of a team that you think is actually going to be good in the NFL. In the red, in the red zone, we're terrible. We're one of the worst teams in the red zone, Corey. You know, you know all these stats, bro. You're a stat guy. One of the worst teams in the red zone. One of the worst teams, and and you got you got two you got two guys six five and up, and they can't even get the ball in the red zone. John o. Smith can't get any red zone plays. Hunter Henry can't get any red zone. Play. Hunter Henry had ten touchdowns last year. He got one right now in nine weeks. What the play, yo? What? See, that's the thing. Henry looked good with the other QB. He had ten touchdowns last season. He looked good with Mac last season when it wasn't Matt Patricia. Yeah. I, I can't explain it, bro. I just can't explain it. I, I, I would, I would think at least Hunter, Hunter Henry would be the constant from an outside weapon standpoint. The develop, I mean, the relationship he had with Mac, and and I was like, all right, cool. At least him and KB. I thought him, KB, and Jacoby. I was like, all right, they're you know they're not gonna be Pro Bowl guys, but if I if I could get a, you know seven hundred, seven hundred, maybe eight hundred receiving yards from KB and Jacoby, and, and maybe. 
eight, seven or eight, seven, eight hundred from from Henry. That's that's what I was expecting from those three guys. And I, I was making on those three guys being the most consistent offensive weapons for Mac, and and I haven't seen it at all. Kendrick Bourne only only is only on the field for for sweeps, jet sweeps, and screens. That's it. Yeah, because that's it, bro. That's the only time. That's the only time he gets the ball. He's in the doghouse, Matt Patricia's doghouse. Yeah, I mean, I, I just again, Matt, this Matt Patricia doghouse. I heard about it. I heard about it with Michael Butler at Super Bowl, yeah, Super Bowl forty nine, Super Bowl forty nine. I heard about that Matt I Patricia doghouse. Like who, who, who gave you that power to put something? Who in the is doghouse? that? Who is this guy? Real? <laughs> I mean, listen, I know he's. I know he wanted. I know he's a defensive coordinator for us, and he, he helped us with that Super Bowl, uh, you know, a few a few years ago, but. I mean, this ain't this ain't Buddy Ryan and 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 Mike Dicka. This ain't this ain't no shit like that, bro. He's just he's just a guy. Uh, he's a good he's a good he's a good defensive head coach, but he's he's playing out of position right now, and it's it's hurting this offense. And we're gonna need this offense to step up in the second half of the season. These next eight games, we can't have a game like how we had against the against the Colts against the Colts or the Jets. If the Colts had any type of consistency in their with their O line or a better quarterback, we lose that game. We lose that game. Nick focus. Nick Nick focus. The Patriots best best score, easily best score. Can't score a touchdown. So uh, we get that we get that three. And Nick Nick Foles should be calling for a raise. Right, he he should be his talking to his angel right now, trying to get a raise because what he's doing right now for this future offense in terms of knocking down 40, 40, 45 to fifty something yard field goals. Is 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 amazing. He's keeping these he's keeping these leads for us. On and this game, we only got in the red zone on offense and scored that touchdown with Ramondre. It was because of the block punt on special teams. Special teams and defense carried us in this game. Carried, like literally carried us. The offense was horrendous. Pass had to kick four field. Yes, it's in the second half because the Jets had Mac on lock defensively. The game was kept in. And the Pat's hands, Zach threw through for it. Yes, yeah. I, I said this last week. I, I don't think you were here last week, but I said, I said, if, if Zach Wilson doesn't throw, doesn't throw the Zach uh, Wilson isn't the worst quarterback in the we league. We get clapped. We, we get clapped. We got washed. We get clapped. We get clapped. It's so obvious. So, um, you know, I, you know, listen, I, you know, I, I love being optimistic, but you know, here we just, here we're already halfway through the season. I, I've, I've seen what I need to see. Uh, I just so, don't know how you look at this season. And you're not disappointed because the team went. What were they? What were they? What were they last year? Ten and six. Ten and seven. Ten and seven, right? And you make the playoffs, and now we're supposed to be happy with an oh, the over under is eight and a half. Like that's regression. You've regressed from the year prior. You're supposed to consistently be getting better. I didn't think that they were going to win the Super Bowl this year, but I'm supposed to be happy because you know they they might be better than expectations. No, the expectation is you get better each season. And they went 10 and 7 last year, made the playoffs, got absolutely mollywopped in the playoffs, but you made the playoffs. And even if other teams did get better around you, why didn't you get better? Because they certainly didn't. Clearly, the offense didn't get any better. In fact, it got 10 times worse. Maybe the defense maybe got a little bit better because, you know, we got some nice rookies over there with Jones playing, playing pretty good. Jude on 11 and a half right now. But defense is great. Defense is great. Defense is great. I'll, I'll say that. It's good, but again, we also haven't gone up against an elite quarterback yet. That defense has not gone up against an elite quarterback yet either. So I'm interested to see how I they mean, play. I mean, the two that we played, 
Lamar. You haven't played one elite. Yeah, just yeah, exactly Lamar. Yeah, that's it. And, that, and I mean, listen, five not, touchdowns. Not, not elite, but Tua. We weren't in that game. That's for that first game of the season. You know, I wasn't. You know, I'm not gonna really, uh, you know, get on them too much for for that that's first game. But still, uh, we got some some talent coming up in the second half. So I'm interested to see. What what New England team we got? You look, you went off and you went off and, and said some of those games that we have next. Uh, it, it, some of those games sound good to me based on looking at how these teams are playing. But looking at Patriots offense, I'm not I'm not sold. I'm not sold at all. Speaking of the AFC East, Buffalo versus the Jets. People thought the the Bills were going to go come into MetLife and and, and blast uh, Gang Green, but that didn't happen. They they got the uh, Jets got the upset. Did a great job defensively on on Josh Allen early in the game. You know, Stephon him and Stephon Diggs were clicking on all cylinders. I thought I thought they were gonna really blow this game open and it was gonna have a, gonna be a I think it was the first the play. First yeah. play, Diggs to or Allen to Diggs against Sauce Gardner. I was like, hey Sauce, welcome to the league. I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, you were. <laughs> yeah, you were. As the game went on, man, went crazy. He's 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 excellent. Josh Allen, the big story, the big story of this game is Josh Allen getting hurt. Um, you know, injuring that injuring that elbow, kind of who's kind of grabbing the forearm and then the elbow. So UCL. Yes, UCL. Yep, yep. Tommy, yeah, people, Tommy John. People saying that that's so. God, that'd uh, be so killer. Yeah, that that'd be that'd be terrible. That'd be terrible. Just not not only for Buffalo fans but for the league. Um, if he if he misses the season, uh, with, with that injury, I hope he's healthy. I hope he's ready to go. I haven't heard any update uh, over the last you know today. On what that what his status is, um, but this was a this was a big win for the Jets. I want I needed the Jets to lose because we we obviously want New England to try to you know make it competitive in that AFC East. But the way it's looking right now, um, I think we'll end up being I think we'll end up third in the division. And uh, but the Jets, they they fight they fight. They fight. I mean, Zach Wilson, if Zach Wilson is not selling and then giving the ball to the other team four or five times, they're they're in the they they have a chance to win every single Sunday. And hope, hopefully that clicked in his brain last week. Hopefully that clicked in because it's so it's so obvious. It's different. It'd be different if they needed him to be the hero and, and throw the ball 40, 50 times to make plays to help the team win. That's not the that's not the case. They they have they they know what they want to do so, uh, you know the, the turnovers are are unacceptable. But he didn't turn the ball over in this game. He didn't pass the ball. He didn't have you know he didn't have great yards. But he he just kept he just played a clean game, and that's and that's all you need from your quarterback. Sometimes you don't need crazy stats every single Sunday. And, and they got the dub. They did a great job of getting this W. It's a divisional game. We know we know these games are close, and it's a big win for the Jets and. Even with Josh Allen having that injury, it was like fourth and twenty-one, and he, you know, he rolled out to his left and threw that bomb to 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 Gabe Davis, but it got dot. deflected. It was a dot. It would have been a dot. It would have been a dot if if Sauce Gardner didn't, you know, get his hands on football Boston and make sauce. a big time play. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's, sauce. he's clutch. He's clutch. He's six four, fast. Why he, he reminds me a lot of Sherman, uh, Richard Sherman. Except yeah, except fast. Sherman was never speedy. Yeah, so yeah, no, nah, he was never speedy. He used his intelligence to, to, to get her, to get away. Sometimes there's obviously some calls here and there, but um, they they're they're building something over there in New York. I I've talked about this over the last couple of weeks and I'm a fan. 
I'm a fan of of, of the of what they're doing and how they're building this team. But it's going to come down to Zach Wilson and what he does going forward is going to decide whether or not, you know, this team can make the playoffs or not. Yeah, I mean, listen, you, you said that they're building very well. I mean, you want to talk about absolutely destroying a draft class. Brees yeah. Hall, win. Sauce Gardner, win. Garrett um, Wilson. Garrett Wilson. He's become unbelievable. Um, you know, Elijah Barrett Tucker, who they had drafted the previous season, he was very good up until the injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, they, they've done it. They've done it very well. I don't uh, – Vic, you'll probably be able to tell me this. Um, the the corner playing opposite of, of Sauce Gardner. I'm not exactly I'm, sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Yeah, maybe Vic, name. you'll be able to tell us Mr. Big Jet guy over there. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like you said, the, the big story coming out of this, and, I mean, it is a shame that it is the big story because the Jets are 6-3 and three now. I mean, they got to win over – they got to win over the Dolphins and a win over the Bills. Because, remember, they beat the Dolphins – that game two was out. Um, I think they put up like 43 in that game, but, uh, yeah, this was, you know, they're kind of the unanimous Super Bowl favorites, Diggs, Allen, you bring over Von Miller and you kind of feel for the people of Buffalo in a, in a way where it's like, damn, you guys were great for so long. Never got that championship with Chip Kelly or not Chip Kelly, Jim Kelly. Um, and then, you know, you suffered for a long time and then this is your year. It's your year, and then you know Allen could potentially be hurt. Because I mean, listen, if it's a sprain, he can apparently just play through the pain and whatever. But even then, you know it has to affect you. I mean, it's your throwing elbow; it's going to affect you somehow. And then, you know, yeah, it's not even just the throwing part; it's the getting hit. And if it's and if it's surgery, (laughs) he's out for a year and a half. Like that's like that's what Tommy John is. I mean, for a baseball player, I should say, for a pitcher, a year and a half is is Tommy John. Then, then Big Ben have uh, something like that too, right? Like the, yeah, the couple, I, a couple I years ago, so. I believe so. Yeah, he missed. He missed. He missed the whole year, and he, he lost. It was different. Obviously, Ben Ben had, had a lot of miles on his on, on that on that arm, but uh, DJ Reed, DJ Reed, Bryce Hall, yeah, Reed, yeah, yeah, Bryce Hall, yeah. Um, I yeah, hopefully he's healthy. I hope he's healthy. I mean, he's, oh, he's, he's a phenomenal exactly. player. You know how big of a Josh Allen fan I am. Yeah. Um. So I obviously hope that he is healthy, but. You know, in the in the world that I hope to not live in, that he's not healthy. Hmm. Who do you think the favorite is? I, I think it's well, Miami. In, in division? Yeah, I think it's Miami. Of course. Are you kidding I me? You, so you said the Rams just went on by New England? I have, no com- I have no confidence. I have no confidence in the Rams. The Jets? Okay. Uh, I have no – I would say I have no confidence in the New England's offense. Le- well, yeah. Le- I mean, Le- I'm not Le- even – I was never putting the Pats up there, by the way. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm with you. Lafleur and Salah are working wonders for that franchise. They have created a great culture in the Jets locker room and very capable coaches. Yes, they have. They've done a great job. Uh, Mike Lafleur and receipts interview. If you know what I'm talking about. Who that was Salah, right? That was Salah oh yeah. Salah. On, my, on, yeah. On, on the good old Michael K show, he said, "Listen, we're keeping receipts. Everybody that's down us six and two. That's good. I like that. I like that mindset, man. I like that mindset because the rest of the team hears hears an interview like that. Of course they do. I mean, everybody's on their phone. What you said? I said, of course. Yeah, no, you're right because it's your head coach. How do you not hear it? Right. Exactly. Exactly. And um, that that just goes to show the confidence that he has in his guys. So. Guys are just gonna go out. The guys are just gonna go out and go, but I want to play for him, man. And that's what we're seeing. That's what we're seeing right now. I gotta give Joe. Uh, you mentioned Lafleur and, and Salah. I gotta give Joe Douglas. He, he's he's actually a lot of team. credit. 
Got to give him a lot of credit, man. Again, they, they, they've had an ability to um, get guys in the draft, win in the draft, and get impact players in the draft that are uh, playing well right away. Uh, that's 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 a blessing. That's a, that's a dream. If you're if you're uh, you know, if you're working in the front office, you're a top executive for for the NFL. And uh, credit credit to the Jets, a big win for them, and and, and, pray, and prayers up for for Josh Allen. Vikings, Commanders. Vikings get the dub here. Obviously, the, the big the big thing that come out this game was was Kirk Cousins rocking the chains on the on the plane. Kirk, yo, chains. Yeah, yeah, he was he was balling out. Uh, it, was, it was it was blasting blasting some music. They they put the chains on him. He was he was cooling out. That was that was a nice vibe. That was that was good to see. Low key shredded. No, yeah, he's in good shape. Yeah, he's in really good shape. Got a he's six really pack. Whole yeah. line situation going on. I, I didn't I didn't see all that. Uh, uh, listen, I I only saw Pat. <laughs> this guy Pat talking about it crazy on Mac. Oh, they had they, they had the graphic up. <laughs> uh, they, they they interviewed uh, Kirk the next day. They interviewed. Oh, they him. did. Yeah. Oh, I gotta check that out. I gotta check that. Out. I've been I've been missing out on some on some McAfee content as of late. Check that That's out. My, listen, now that I'm done with Game of Thrones, I'm back to my schedule. You're back on you're back on the McAfee read. McAfee's on at twelve. Nah, yeah, for sure. Because I got um, I, I I've actually missed what on his thoughts on. The Jeff Saturday thing. Oh, Obviously, he's CJ, cool with Jeff. CJ, let me tell you something. They yes. did a segment today called <laughs> called "What Is Jim Er Saying?" Because, yeah, that's nice. That's because, nice. Uh, and they and they watched <clears throat> the, the press conference, and Pat like broke down what he was saying, where he was like, because it, like some of the quotes are hilarious coming out of that press conference, where Jim Irsay was like, "Listen, I don't know how sausage is made, but you know what? I know how a football team is." And Pat goes. What Jer, what Jim Er is saying is that hey, <laughs> I don't know how to do certain things, but I know how to when make a football team. And it was so funny. Like they literally sit there and watch the press conference, and Pat like interrupts every once in a while. And was like, so this is what he actually was saying. That's hilarious. No, I gotta I gotta check that out later on later on today. Um, McAfee's always 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 a great watch. Uh, but yeah, uh, going back to to the Kirk Cousins thing. Uh, they they got this W. They're playing great. I believe they're seven and one. Um, yeah, they're seven and one right now. Five Coming games up, lead the division. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 clearing. They're clearing the NFC North. Uh, Kevin O'Connell, bro. Listen, Nick Sirianni deserves Coach of the Year, deservedly so. But Kevin O'Connell is right there on my on my list. Uh, what he's done in his first year as a head coach uh, for for this Minnesota uh, Vikings team. Has been has been nothing short of sensational, and uh, they're running the football. Dalvin Cook's done a great job. That's what they want to do. That's that's the, that's their identity, Corey. You hear it? <laughs> they want to run the football and work off the play action, champ. Telling you, champ. Uh, <laughs> just messing around. But quick, if Matt continues to struggle, we pass bring back Tom Brady. I don't think Bill wants nah, that ship is sailed, brethren. Yeah, that ship is. We need to go get a dual threat quarterback. You hear it? That's what we need to get. Yeah, because then get a dual the threat defense will practice against him, and maybe Bill will figure out how to stop a dual threat quarterback for once in his career. Yeah, yeah, it's, of course, of course. I want to see that'd be a that'd be a, a beauty for Patriot fans. Well, I don't want to speak for all Patriot fans. For this Patriot fan right here with the Patriot hat on, I Brian Dayball is my coach of the year. I knew I liked you, Gridiron. I don't know if he's my coach of the year because of what Sirianni's doing. 
but I still got Dable way up there. I cannot uh, believe how good of a coach he's been this season. Yeah, Salah same, and then they got the head coach in the building saying another hits in the same same arena. Salah's doing great too. I originally was not a Salah fan. The King Zerk, I have no idea who that is. The King Zerk is looking ass dude was saying a lot for. Oh, okay, he's, okay, you're saying he looks like that. Okay, <laughs> was saying a lot of a lot of stupid stuff last year that made me think it was a matter of time before he hit the door. But he's making moves. I think yeah. they had no talent last year. That's that's what it was, right? And then they went and they absolutely murdered a draft class with Sauce and Brees Hall and, you know, Zach Wilson is playing this season. I mean, not that he's been very good, but, I mean, at least you know what your quarterback is. And it's not Joe Flacco. So. Or Mike White. Yeah, Mike White. <laughs> I remember the Mike White. I was saying people love the backup quarterbacks, but uh, Mike Wadana is also in the running for sure. For sure. So that's that's – Oh, CJ, you do not need to run. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not getting it. I was, I was just joking, Corey. I was just, I was just joking, bro. I swear I'm not trying to get at that with you right now. <laughs> I still don't, I still don't understand that point of view. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, maybe, maybe I'll go in the chat later. We can, we can, we can run that back for the part two, bro. But I'm good, right? Now. I'm good right now. But my, uh, halfway through the season, midway through the season, I have, Nick Sirianni for Coach of the Year. Nick Sirianni, one. Kevin O'Connell, two. Uh, Dayball. Salah. No. Dayball. Mike McDaniel. Salah. That's my top five, yeah. Yeah. I can't disagree with you. Okay. Listen, I love Dayball. I think he could – he should get some votes, but, I mean – you have an eight and team. Kevin O'Connell's made that team look gorgeous with the Vikings, and then I would I could put him, Salah. I mean, I might, I, there's listen. There's been a lot of, I mean, yeah, six, I six Carol. Yeah, I was just I was yeah. yeah see, uh, other than the play action, the other than play action take, bro. We we we've been we've been right here today, Corey. You feel me? I, mean, I was just about to say pre Carroll right there. I got pre Carroll outside looking at that top five. Yeah. I mean, do you throw now? Yeah, no. Yeah, there's a, there's there's some good there's some good coaching performances this season. I mean, let, yes. let's let's go next. Pete Carroll. I mean, 31-21 victory. Nobody expects them to be anything. Apparently, throughout the building, you know, the entire offseason, they're like, I don't understand why people don't think we're going to be good. We're going to be fine. Taking a lot of shots at Russell Wilson. You know, even this week there was the you know when. Uh, Jesus Christ, that's another one. Mike Vrabel is always in the coach of the year running, honestly. Always, yeah, he's um, always. But, you know, even this week it was, you know, uh, well, the plays that we call are being run now, you know, which is, you know, a little shock. Oh, oh that's what he said? And, you know, because they, they, ha- they have a lot of faith in their coaching staff. and So, you know, and then, you know, you had the week prior of Tyler Lockett going out there and saying that – uh Damn, what about Lockett say last week? He said uh, something about like everybody just does what they're supposed to do, and you know things of that nature. So, so a lot of those uh, little subtle jabs. Look at it! Wow, that's that's interesting. Okay, Gino's a hell of a story. Uh, They've bro Kenneth Walker. Woo! Great, great pickup. They 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 had a pretty good draft too. Yeah, their corners are playing great. Their corners are playing. They have two really good left. They have two really good tackles, young tackles as well. Um, 
They had a great draft. They had a great draft. And, man, this, this Chino Smith story is it's sensational. It I really is. Well, you said come back play of the year? No, no, no. I think he might be the best story in the league this year. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, for sure. No doubt. No doubt about it. Uh, what he's done has been made out. They, they fixed the O line, and I was saying this too. I was. It's crazy that that you said that about the Russell Wilson thing and Pete Carroll kind of throwing some some subliminals, uh, because I was saying I'm like, they finally got an O line. They finally got a run game. They they the same season, off season slash season they lose Russell Wilson. We've been talking about Russell Wilson running for his life, most sacked quarterback. And this is not for the last, you know, four or five years. Now, now that now they get that, and without Russell Wilson, and, and they're flourishing. Better supporting cast: Seahawks or Broncos? Well, I mean, I gotta go see I gotta go Seattle. I mean. Yeah, I mean, listen, DK's better than all the receivers. I'd probably put Lockett's the, better than all of them too. You think? Of course. What? Yo. I feel like I would put Corey in second. Stop it. Over Tyler Lockett. I think Tyler Lock is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Stop, bro. Stop. You ever bro. seen the compilation of plays of Tyler Lockett though? Like the minute he catches it, he just falls to the ground. You ever Yo, seen oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I have, I have seen that. I have seen. He ain't this trying to get hit, bro. A. He's holding a every catch possession. He's trying to get hit. Yeah, I don't blame yeah. him. That's how you. That's how you stay in the league. He's a little dude. Exactly. Exactly. Tyler Lockett is. 1,000% better than Corlin Sutton. Not even close. Not even close. I dare any Bronco fan to, to debate that. <laughs> and no Bronco I mean, fan is debating that. I mean, Kenneth Walker's better than Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, in my eyes. Sure, yeah, yeah, having a much better having a much better season. Uh, Javante Williams out for the season, out for the year, of course. We know that. And then Gordon is, you know, is on the second team. So um I mean and I don't even know about the tight end situation, honestly. But they got no no offense. I know the Bron- but I know the Broncos tight end has been pretty solid this year. Oh yeah, what's his? Yeah, he's a young guy. He's a young. He's yeah, a, I can't remember yeah, his good. name. He's good. He's shown some flashes. Uh, start, I think his last name is with I think with a D or something. Like that. Yeah, it's like Dolch. Something. Yeah, yeah. He's he's good though. Solid. Solid. I mean, maybe you give the edge to the Broncos tight end group, but okay. like. <laughs> All right, cool. We got it. Take I'll take that. Defensively, Seattle. Not even close. Oh. What you mean? Yo, Seattle defensively, they've 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 been great. They've been Foster great. And over there. They just lost Chubb to Miami. They just gave up their best pass rusher. Yeah. What are they doing over there, bro? Oh, you, hey, don't you question me because I said it last week. I said you're winning games because your defense, you gave up your best pass rusher. So that don't add up to me. I didn't, yeah, so yeah, so, so they took a they took a big hit. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I like PS two. Still take the Broncos defense over the okay. over the Seahawks defense. Right. No, that's not. I, I hear you. I hear you. I'm with. You. I, I, I'm not with you, but I hear you. <laughs> Their defense is great. Secondary is off the chain. I, I'm not. I, they are great. They are great. But you know, you, sec, secondary, you get those turnovers sometimes from a good pass rush. And they don't, they don't, they don't have that guy. They, they don't have that Bradley Chubb. I don't know why. I don't know what happened with that. Where they couldn't pay him. I guess they didn't want to Chubb pay him. Overrated. They gave Russell all that money. Maybe they couldn't okay. pay. Shout out Aaron Rodgers. 
taking a lot of the money. Can't it's bad team. It's bad, it's bad team building when you know you're gonna pay. You have to. You have to pay a lot for a quarterback, and you can't do anything else after that. To me, that's bad team building. You have to know. You have to know this already. Then, then, then the counter is okay. What, what next? But when we do this, not sign them and then be like, what, what's next? You're supposed to know what's next before you sign them. The Seahawks are fun to watch. They look like a team who aren't taking themselves too seriously and are enjoying playing the game. They can't <clears throat> be sad about many many teams this season. Yeah, I don't, you know what, CJ, and this is like a another sports cliche that I think is sometimes like overstated. But you know, sometimes when you have young kids on a team, you don't know that you're supposed to be bad. And like, I listen. I bring it back to baseball because to me, it's like the easier comparison because. Was you know I'm a big baseball fan, whatever. Yeah. Cleveland, Cleveland Guardians this season. Every single person who watches baseball picked them to finish third or fourth in the division. They have the youngest team in baseball. I think their average age was like 25. They end up winning the division. Go to go to the uh, American League Divisional Series. When you're young, and you don't have the whole like, oh, it, like it's it's like it's like that thing when you're a little kid. You think you're indestructible. Yeah, you go touch the stove because you don't know what's hot. It's going to burn you. And, like, when you're that young, it's like, okay, I mean, what do you mean you were going to be bad? I think I'm fantastic. Maybe maybe when you're a veteran, you've been beaten down by the NFL over all those years, and everybody's like, yeah, this team's bad. It's like, yeah, trust me, I've looked at our roster. It's not that good. Now, obviously, I'm not saying veterans go out there and are like, well, yeah, we're going to be bad. I'm not going to try. But it's like, damn, I guess we really are going to be bad this year. While the young kid comes in, it's like, I think we're fantastic. Just have that stupid confidence. And I think the Seahawks are like – Everybody said we were supposed to be so terrible. What are you talking about? And then you start winning too. Then you really build the confidence because you're like, remember when everybody said we were going to be bad? Look at this. Yeah, they're boiling out. That's a good point. And another good point is they have they had a lot of veterans in years past in Seattle, and they probably probably retired to hearing Pete Carroll's voice. Now you got some young guys in there. They're not they're not used to this voice. You know, it's just a a fresh, it's refreshing. And, and Pete Carroll he flourished. When they when he had young guys, when he had younger guys, when when Cam Chancellor and Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas, uh, Brandon Bobby Brown, Wagner. all the Bobby Wagner, all those when all those guys were were Bang. young, Michael Bennett, yes he was, Cliff Averill, those guys on that, on that defensive line, Bruce Irvin getting money, yeah, that, that that defense was incredible, incredible, incredible. They just uh, had Marcellus Bennett on the pivot. Good comment. Good, uh, good interview. Oh yeah, they did. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm missing out, man. I'm missing out on some big fan of the pivot. solid watches. Yeah, it's a big fan of pivot. They do some. They do great jobs. Ch- uh, Channing, Ryan, and, and Fred do great job. I've always um, loved Ryan's cool though. Yeah, yeah, Ryan's cool. Ryan's mad cool. Ryan, Ryan's mad cool. But yeah, it's uh, it's Seattle. They're 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 playing. They're they're, they're playing great, man. And and Pete Carroll. Dallas, Denver, Philly, Buffalo, New England, top five in, in DVOA. Uh, bro, I, I like, I like, I love that we're in there. Denver, not dog water. They are 12th. Seattle. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So, 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 so you know, I'll take, I'll take the L. <laughs> I'll take the L. The, the, uh, Denver definitely has, uh, has a better defense. Um, but I would, I'd still take some, a lot of the other factors. Over oh, no. Yeah. Wide receiver group, running back group, offense, maybe offensive line. Now. Offensive line, yes. Offensive line now, yes. No, no doubt, no doubt. And right. then for the Cardinals, uh, yeah, so we talk about the Cardinals real fast because yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they had, you know, had they had the little. Uh, I can't believe they extended Cliff Kingsbury. 
Yeah, I just I don't know, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. Five years. No, he's getting fired. He's getting fired. You're not doing that full five. Well, he got extended last all. You got sent it this offseason? Yes. The, the him, the GM, and Kyler. Yeah, call. Yeah, yo. I think it's I think it's Bidwell. I think I believe that's uh, that's his last name. Bidwell is the owner. That wasn't a smart move, champion. That wasn't a smart move, champ. You should have waited. You should have gave them one more. Should have gave them one more year. To should have gave them this year to see what they were going to do before you gave them that back. Now you got to pay these guys, all guaranteed. So again, that just speaks to Arizona, and you know, kind of, you know, the the direction they're in right now. Kyler and and D Hop kind of got into it on the sideline. I don't, I'm not going to take too much. I'm not putting too much into that. I mean, that's just football, bro. That's football. You argue, you argue with your brothers, you argue with your teammates. It's going to happen. As long as you don't carry it over for the next play or the next day, et cetera. That's, that's, that's where it could get crazy. But um, I, I'm, I'm just, this, this is what we're going to get from the Arizona Cardinals until they actually decide to be a power running team, like the Ravens. Oh, and like the Eagles. Oh, don't they have two running quarterbacks, right? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it just – you got a short quarterback and who could only be in a shotgun, can't play in the center. Nope. So, you might – you know, I think I think it, it, it would expand your offense if you got a, a power back, a really good running back in there. But yeah, they don't care. They just want Kyler to go out there and throw the ball fifty times and tell us going into the ball game. Yeah, just yeah, run run around and throw dots. That's how we're gonna win. Yeah, I I mean, I can't explain it now. Now, when he was on his rookie deal, you didn't build you didn't build the team around him the right way. Now he's not on his rookie deal anymore. Now he's on his second contract, making bank. So now you have to win in the draft. And so far, I haven't seen them do that. So I, I have no clue. Arizona's offense is ranked 30th in DVOA. To put that in perspective, New England is 25th. Having a worse defense or offense than us is pretty, uh, pretty bad, by the way. Oh, yeah, for, for sure. I'm, I'm actually, I thought New England would be 30th. <laughs> I thought New England would be 30th. Um, I was a shock or Denver. I was shocked. Yeah. I was, I'm shocked. Nah, it's got to be Pittsburgh. Has to be the dead last, right? There are 32 teams. 32 teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Blake. I'm bugging. I'm thinking NBA. Got got to be Denver. Pittsburgh's got to be last. There, I mean, phew. yeah, Pittsburgh or Denver. Another game of miscues and errors for the Cardinals. High snaps, penalties, and lack of discipline. Yeah. Sounds like the Cliff Kingsbury error right there to me. Right there, Good, all right? Collapses. Those those last three those last three uh things right there is the epitome of Cliff Kingsbury coaching, uh, yeah. So until until that changes, until they're changing their scheme, until what I just said changes, Indy is that yeah that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense too. That definitely makes a lot of sense. Um, until yeah, until that changes for Arizona, this is what we're gonna get. They're gonna have a game. They're gonna have weeks where they look great, and they're playing well. D Hop, Kyler, oh my gosh, what is this? Is this? And then and then we have CJ. this. Actually, you know what? Hard knock starts t- tomorrow. The end season for the Cardinals, right? Yep. I saw that little clip where Buda Baker was like, I'm tired of losing. I'm like, well, champ. 
You better get used to it, buddy. <laughs> we got paid, so listen. I got I know news for you, kid. Yeah, Buddha, man. Listen, brother. I'm glad you got your money. Because right now, it's tough. Tough it's life. Tough, for you, tough life. Speaking of tough life, it was, it was this was a tough, tough life for for tough both watch. of these teams. Yeah, tough, tough watch. But prior prior to the tough watch, it's been a tough season <laughs> for. Uh, for the LA Rams and, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, two teams that are one of the best best playoff games ever in, ever last uh, in January, and, and here we are, uh, ten months later, and, and they're 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 scratching and surviving, try <laughs> try to get some dubs. And it was it was nine thirteen for the majority of this game. Both offenses didn't look great. Uh, Buccaneers and offense, goated. and then the go goaded Buccaneers offense. They didn't score. They didn't convert on fourth down, on fourth and one the first time. Got the ball back, and this is really when this is when the game started. And this time frame, I'm breaking oh, down yeah. for uh, for our listeners and viewers. And so, and then so the, for the Rams, it was third and four, and I'm thinking, oh yeah, like, of course. You know, we've seen the we, uh, cup, Stafford the cup, right? Stafford automatic. the cup, automatic, yeah. automatic, right? Running the ball. In the, so in, the super, in, the, in the Super Bowl, they did a they did a sweep the cup on fourth and one. Third third and four when you're not playing well, you're you're on a losing streak. I mean, the, the Seahawks are leading the division, <laughs> bro. It's crazy. Seahawks leading the division. You can't beat the 49ers in the regular season. You just can't. You suck oh. against the 49ers in the regular oh. season. Um you need this win. You need this is a clear, it's an easy win. You get a first down and GGs. What they do, they run the football three and out. They give Tom the ball, but you give Tom the ball back. Are you kidding me? Even with a terrible offense, you know what's going to happen. All he needs is one drive. All he needs is one drive, and all he needs is one drive. And that's exactly what he got. He got that one drive, executed. You want to talk about they, terrible defensive play calling? On that, yeah, the, the first play, I'm, I'm blanking on the tight end. I'm blanking on his last um, name. He's a young guy. Otten. Okay. I want to say. Yeah, but wide wide open up on the scene, right? Yeah. 25 yards. Yeah. And then CJ, that's not even the biggest problem. I mean, it is. The next three plays, you're playing 10 yard off coverage. And they did eight yard, they did eight yard out routes to Scotty Miller on the sideline. They got another 15, they got another 20 yards on eight yard out routes because the, the Ram quarterbacks were playing 10 yards off. I need an explanation. Uh, it's smart. It's, it's well, well, f- for for both sides. Well, I'll go for both sides. For for the Buccaneers, it's smart because the Rams were, like you said, they were backing up. They didn't want to give up. A, they didn't want to give up a home run play in a couple seconds. So that's why they're playing back like that. But um, in counter to that, you're giving up what you just said. The uh, you know the eight yard outs, the intermediate short little short intermediate routes where Brady likes to get the ball out quick. Scotty, oh, this is I'm glad you mentioned Scotty Miller because I want to go back real fast before that drive, before this drive that we're breaking down. Talk about the drive prior and oh. and, and Scotty bro, oh my oh, I'm so glad I remember this. Okay. Um so Why are you catching a football with your body, bro? Why are you jumping in the air? 
the pass was gonna hit him in the. In I the, think I think he jumped in the air. Problem. He might have expected, probably maybe expected a hit or something. You just don't know. Like when you're in, when you're just when you when you feel open, you probably you aren't. So you just do other stuff to kind of protect yourself. So that's why he jumped like that and kind of body caught it, and it just went off his helmet. Then it came off his uh, his chest plate and it just it just dropped it. Yeah. But you know how you avoid that? Your hands. Use your, oh, what you say over there? Those hands. Oh, you use your hands. You use your hands, right? Because that's that's how you get paid. Right? CJ, you and, know how many drops they had in the game? I don't know off top. How many, off top? Eight. They had eight drops. Mike Mike Evans is struggling too, man. This is my guy. He, this, he was a staple on my uh, one and eight <laughs> fantasy football team. <laughs> he's a staple. The, the only constant on my fantasy football team. And right now, even he's struggling with, with, with drops. I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, Chris yeah, Goblin also. I think he had two in the he game. Had a couple drops. Yeah, a couple drops. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Chris Godwin has struggled, but I, I'm not gonna. I can't. It's tough for me to critique coming off the ACL. Yep. Usually, it takes a full year for those guys to really get back to where they were. So, um, that that's just that's just what it is right now. Julio Jones, we 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 know this already. We we know what type of time he was. I believe he played. He played in this game, but um, didn't do much. Yeah, he didn't do he didn't do much. He didn't do much. Um, but yeah, Scotty Miller, bro. Listen. Right? The drugs machine, brother. No, but you know, two two hands. Two hands, bro. Why you why you I, I really I really hate when these when these I see the teams be catching that jump with your body, bro. I, I hate it. Now, when you're in traffic, of course, because you not gonna come out here and put your arms out like that. You're gonna let the ball come to you a little bit. Yeah, yeah, of course you're gonna get killed. You're gonna let the ball come to you a little bit. And you bring the ball, but you still got to use your hand. You don't just let it come to your body, then catch it. No. You catch it and then bring it to your body. Oh my god, it's gonna be so tight. Um, they get me so tight, bro. They get me so tight. But they made That's up for it. Like, when I watch tackling, watching tackling in the NFL pisses me off to no doubt. Like, don't get me wrong. I you throw me on the field, I would get ran over. My ankles would be taken. My ACL would probably <laughs> be torn on the first play. We're <laughs> professional athletes. The way that I see that, they don't even wrap anybody. They literally just bang in them and hope they fall over. Because they want the big hit. They want the big hit, bro. Big hit. Big hit is they want the highlights. They want the highlights, and that's how that's how we that's why we get broken tackles. Yes, I was I was like I was, was going to get into that. I was definitely going to get into that, but I, I'm glad you brought up too. Yeah, hundred uh, k. Let's go um, for for time. But I just want to go back to the drive, and then and then I get to the hundred k for time. Uh, so he goes to the drive. You just mentioned short intermediate, you know, the most short eight yard, um, you know, out routes to, to Scotty Miller. Then they drive down the field. And they, they, they do the play that uh, that they did in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, you know, where Gronk, where Gronk went, you know, slid, motioned over and they, throw, they threw the pass um, uh, on the on the other side, except they flipped, they flipped it. And Gronk, Gronk went to the left side and then um, Otten, I believe that's the name. Yep. Is, is, uh, I think it's Kate Otten. Kate Otten, okay. Kate Otten came in. You you went on the right side. It was it was a really good play. Brady just nice little nice little touch dot, and um, it was GGS. It was GGS. Big win, big win for for the Buccaneers. Much needed win for them. You saw how. Yeah right yeah yeah, yeah for for your yeah, first place yeah in, in this in that you know terrible division uh, right now in, in the NFC South. But yeah, they're in their first. It's, this was a much much needed win. I believe they're going to Germany this week. Yep, playing the um, Seahawks. Playing to see us, it's a great game. It's going to be a great game. Germany got it. Yeah, 30, though. I might not make 
<laughs> might not make it. I think I think I may I might be up for that one. I'll try to check it out. But uh, Germany, you got yourself a treat, bro. Let's see the goat. Man, you got yourself a treat over there in Munich, man. You see that um, when the tickets went on sale, they had six hundred thousand people waiting. Football, football. Listen, football's global, bro. Football's global. Slowly but surely, they're 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 trying to get into that international wave. That's it's a good look. It's a good look for them. Uh, they're obviously when they would never touch soccer, but How? or or basketball. But they they're they're making they're making their ways. They're making, I just, again, it's gonna for when when it, when it comes to situations like that for the NFL going global, they're they're gonna need international guys coming to the NFL and becoming stars. That's how you bring that's how you bring those eyes to your product. So. Until that starts to happen a little bit more, um, you know, we'll kind of see a little. We'll we'll see popularity. We'll see we'll see what we got. And then of course, there's fans, but it's going to take that guy like baseball in Japan. That's true. Hideki right. Matsui came over on the Yankees. The Japanese media was at every game. We had people staying up until what was I think it was like, I think a, a day game here was was like six in the morning there. I mean, game changer. Game you need changer. It. Probably. Same, probably same thing for Ichiro over there in Seattle. Yeah. Like, and then, and then, uh, Ichiro was Jesus to them. Oh yeah, yeah, for, of course. And then even, even from an NBA tip, even though, even though it was Yow. a couple of weeks, that insanity. Oh yeah, 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 yes, yeah, and then, and then insanity too. So, uh, just when you, when you, when you have, if your product has international stars, uh, I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a game changer. But good, good for, good for, good for Germany. They're gonna have a really good game. I can't, I can't wait for that one. And, and great for the Buccaneers. They needed this win. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. It took for it, it came right down to the wire, but they were able to manage to get it done for the Rams. And I'm just not sure what's what 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 what's going to happen. Cup's still getting his numbers, but it's just bad. offensive line is offensive line is really bad. They're not able to run the ball. Both teams are terrible in running the football. I, I, both I offensive, both, honestly, both offensive lines are terrible. I think the Bucks are. At, I think the Bucks are on pace to have the worst running offense in NFL history. Yeah, like legitimately too. I'm not even. No, like no exaggeration. Legitimately nah, the worst running offense ever. No, nah, yeah, they 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 they're they're bad. They're bad. But <laughs> they, and they're gonna have to clean that up, especially over there in Germany against against this uh, Seahawks team. And the Rams, uh, just that division is. More competitive, much more competitive than what we thought at the start of the season. We didn't think I, I thought I didn't think the Seahawks would be six and three. CJ, nobody um, did. Yeah, let's be uh, real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and this is what I mean. So now, you know, when, when you if you have a team, it's like the Bucks. It's like yeah, they're four and five, but the rest of the teams in the division are ass. So terrible. We, we know they're gonna you know make up for it. That NFC West, nah, it's not like that. Even, even if the Seahawks weren't great, you still had the Cardinals who are you know fifty fifty. And the forty, and we know what the 49ers do to the Rams in the regular season. Yep. So um, now <laughs> you got three teams you got to worry about. Um, so yeah, um, and they got talent, but they don't have talent in the right spots. And until they figure that out, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a struggle for this Los okay, Angeles Rams. Sure. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely for this Rams squad. Sunday night football. Uh, yeah, I say we uh, run through these real quick. Got to make our week 10 picks. We're already at that 220 mark. But, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I will say Titans always play the Chiefs good. Like, every single time the Titans play the Chiefs, it seems to be a good game. 
Uh, they kept Mahomes in check in this one. I think he did finish with like 400 yards. CJ, he threw it 68 passes. Yeah, yeah. 68 passes. That's insane. I, I looked at that after the game because somebody said it, and I was like, what are you, stupid? You got to be exaggerating or something, right? I went and looked. I was like, holy shit, he threw it 68 times. Unbelievable. Um, I mean, yeah, the offense did what they had to do when they had to do it. And then, you know, the defense played well because Malik Willis completed five passes. And I don't even really blame Malik Willis. Listen, it's the second game. Uh, you're playing in Arrowhead, which, you know, great play, great team struggled to do. And uh, only completed five passes. Derrick Henry was over 100 yards at a touchdown. Uh, so he played well like he normally does. But, listen, without a quarterback, he, they just couldn't land that that final blow, you know, to, to the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Um I, listen, if they have honestly, if they have Tannehill in this game, they might win. And I'm not really putting it all on Malik Wills either, because like you joked about earlier in the show, who you're throwing it to. AJ Brown has more rec- catches, receiving yards, and touchdowns than the uh, Titans wide receivers combined. So, not exactly what you want. Yeah, Turn not even. Not. A little questionable. Yeah, yeah, not 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 exactly what you want at all. Um, Titans. They're always going to be in it because they're well coached. We talked about this earlier. We said Mike Vrabel is always going to be in the uh, head coach of the coach of the year candidacy every single season. Malik Willis. I mean, listen, bro. I, I said I said this earlier. I don't I don't know what you I don't know what people expected in the news. A fourth round pick, and it's going to take him some time. It's not going to come in and and, and light the world on fire. We, you know, we we expect that. That's a perfect world. Football is not a perfect world, not even close to a perfect world. So, it's going to take some time for him to develop, grow. We're, we're not seeing, we're not seeing, we're seeing Jalen Hurts this good in his third year. We're seeing two a tug of Iowa doing playing this well in his third year. We saw Josh Allen take that next step in his third year. This is this is game two of a league Willis. So let's you know let's let's chill out. I've seen I've seen some comments on online already. So already quick to. Write the story already. After two games, they love writing those stories already. It's beautiful. It's those are amazing, amazing how you could just come up with a conclusion of somebody's career after you know 120 minutes of playing. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, probably hasn't even played 100 snaps. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's crazy. But KC, they got this W. They needed it. It was a, it was a good win. It was a good win. Um, they needed to stay stay right at the top of the AFC uh, and having that home field advantage. And with with uh, this injury to Josh Allen be, be, being a story, if, if, he, if he misses some games, the, the, the Chiefs could easily position themselves to get in that number one seed. Yep. Easily. The 68 pass attempts from, from Mahomes, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of. No. It, but, but this is, this is Andy Reid. Um, so it's Andy Reid, so I'm not surprised doesn't like to run the football, but the Titans did a great job of stopping the run. Also, Isaiah Pacheco really didn't have anything going in this game. Uh, same same goes for um, Edward Jolaire. So that's what, if, if that's what Mahomes had to do. Had to throw the ball, if they had to throw the ball 60, 68 times, so be it. Kelsey had a great game. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster played well. Also, McCall Hartman had a touchdown. Um, this Justin Watson is a guy coming along too. That got their second tight end. He's made some some really nice splash plays in, in these last couple of weeks for for KC. 
Um, they just they just find they just find a way to get it done. They find a way to get it done, and and Mahomes is just Mahomes is that guy. <clears throat> Excuse me, Mahomes is that guy. Mahomes is that guy. Either way you slice it, he's gonna make a play. You you give him multiple opportunities more times than not, they're gonna get into that get into that end zone or win the yep. game. They just are. He's just too good. He's too good to have four or five, six, seven drives and not none of those drives is on to a touchdown. It's just it's just impossible. Uh so Tennessee, they fall hard. Derrick Henry ran the ball solid. Uh they just don't have any outside weapons and Malik Willis is, is really uh, raw right now as a passer in the NFL. So for them to even keep it this close <clears throat> against against a really good Kansas City team on the road is uh, is a, truly a testament to, to how good this Titans team can be going forward. But but KC is still top dog. Derrick Henry is a man amongst boys out there. Oh yeah, for sure. It's, it's been that way since high school. Bro, if you look at the high school highlights, <laughs> high school stat lines are crazy. Yeah, it's bro, it's high school. It Six thousand yards or something. Ridiculous, ridiculous. Monday night football, Baltimore Ravens, New Orleans Saints. Uh, this this could have been a trap game. This could have been a trap game for Baltimore. Yep. You know, this this is a, this is in New Orleans. This is a Monday night primetime game. Guys, get up for this game. Even though even though that you may look at a guy and be like, man, this guy sucks, but he may get up for this Monday night football game right here, man. He might ball out. He got his family. His 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 girl his side his side pieces, all of his <laughs> all of his people made up faster. Exactly, exactly. He got exactly. He got his nieces and then cousins. All of them watching this game right now. Got all uh, the boys. See, see him ball out. You know, all exactly all his boys. So even though he might not be great, that prime time could make you look prime time in that moment. So. Uh, but that didn't that didn't happen for oh. uh, the the Saints because they have Anthony Dalton at quarterback. You saw what happened? Saints were bad. Yeah, yeah they're, they're they're bad. They're, they're, they're bad. not good. They're not good. They're not good. And Andy Dalton is is Andy Dalton, and and Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson, and he he did it. Listen, yeah. I know I say listen a lot, but I, I really need you guys to understand. Yeah, we all got our things. Yeah, now we do. We do. I really I need people to understand what what we're looking at here when we're talking about number eight for the Baltimore Ravens because name me another young young AFC quarterback that's winning with what he has right now. Name me one. One more time, say it again. Name me a name me a young quarterback like up up and coming Mahomes, Herbert, Allen, Burrow. Any of those guys, name me any one of those guys that's winning with the roster Lamar Jackson has right now. Name me, name me one of those guys. Let me see. Yeah, no, you can't really do it. I mean, everybody's got man's, man's, man's throwing a ball to Isaiah Likely, a rookie. Rookie tight end. Looks pretty no, good, too, by the way. No, no, he does. He does. But I'm like him and Mark Andrews as a two tight end. It could be really – it could be special. I and really I'm not even saying that to undermine the whole point. I'm being dead ass. Him no, and no, no. Mark Andrews and I likely a two tight end set. It, 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 it could be – and I hope and I hope it becomes something. I really do. I really do because I want more – I would like to see more offensive weapons around Lamar Jackson. I really do. They have to go get Deshaun Jackson, 36-year-old Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson. Off the scrap. Um, to, to bring some type of life to that outside. Bateman out for the season. Tough, 
Duvernay is kind of a gadget guy, not really like a consistent outside guy. He could kind of do things here and there. He could be a receiver. He could play out the backfield. He's a kick return, punt return. He kind of, he's just a, he's a weapon. Remind you when everybody first figured out who Tyreek Hill was? Yeah, early, early, early. He doesn't. I remember. uh, It's weird. First game I ever knew who Tyreek Hill was. I needed a. I needed to pick somebody up in fantasy, because because my I had a wide receiver who was on who was sitting. I think he scored. I think that was the game he scored like three touchdowns. He had a he had a kickoff return, or he had like a punt return and like two receiving touchdowns. I was like, oh, interesting. Yes. Yeah. He's. I mean, we 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 know how we know how great he is. Everybody shut up the Reverend King. <laughs> uh, we nah, no Reverend on this side, man. We just we just speaking facts. Um, I, I just don't see a lot of these young quarterbacks winning with the roster that Lamar Jackson has right now. No J.K. Dobbins. Gus Edwards just came. You said who? Play. Yeah, now I know. Uh, no, now I know Gus ain't playing this oh, game. But I'm saying he came back. He came back a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so he's been. He he just came back. He's kind of you know kind of getting himself back together after tearing his ACL. No Andrews. No Bateman. It was just likely. 36-year-old Deshaun Jackson and J- Lamar Jackson's legs. This is this 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 is this is pre this is pre-contract. This is what their offense looks like pre pre-second pre-second contract for Lamar Jackson, bro. Isn't that scary though? Yes, yeah, that's my point. Yes, it's very he, scary. Because now because now what they're gonna say is oh, oh he's making all the money. We can't get guys. That's what they're See, gonna me, say now, bro. That's not question. fair, bro. Let me ask you a question. If you're Lamar, do you want to be on the Ravens? Yeah, yes, you do. Yes, yes, you want to be. Yes, yes, you want to be on the Ravens. Of course, of course, you do. You don't. You don't think there's a. You think there's any resentment there, though, where it's like, bro, I see all these other people on their rookie contracts. Look at Herbert. He's got Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Look at, look at Joe Burrow. He's got uh, Jamar Chase and, and Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. Look at whoever, whoever, whoever. I'm on my rookie contract. You gave me Devin Duvernay. <laughs> like, I don't want to play for your team because long as I start making my money, who are you going to give me? Devin Duvernay Jr.? <laughs> I I agree with you. And my counter to that is the grass is not always greener. The grass is not always greener, a la Devontae Adams, a la Russell Wilson. It's not always greener. So the Ravens are perfect for him. Why? Because one, I will give them credit. They built their offense around Lamar Jackson. True. Where they didn't have to. Yep. They did not have to do that. He was he was really he was the last pick in that draft. In that first round, I should say. Um they took a they they took a chance on him. They didn't have to build their offense around him after he after he came in for Flacco in those couple games. They didn't have to make that transition. They did that. So I respect them for that. I salute them for that. I do. I really do. But okay, what's next? <laughs> what's next? I need more. I need more of that. I need more of that. And they win a lot of Lamar Jackson wins like 75% of his games. Yeah. So I it's it's confusing to me. No, Baltimore is the best. Baltimore is the best place for him. Uh, just the identity, just the purple and the purple and black just looks so clean on Lamar, man. Uh, it does. It's just selfishly, you know, just looking at just looking at the colors and it, it just 
it fits it fits him well. It fits him well. It's perfect. It's it, it's a good fit. I just want them to do more. See, That's yeah, my I figured point. it out. What's up? I figured it out. We keep talking about Sean Payton. The Saints go trade for Lamar. Payton unretires. He's the head coach of the Saints again. No, I don't want him on the Saints. I, I figured it out. The offense, the offensive line is not good. The offensive yeah, line is not better than the Ravens' Michael offensive Thomas, line. Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, Kamara. Michael Thomas hasn't played in like three years. All right, fine. Chris Olave, Kamara. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Kamara, Kamara sounds good. Olave, I still need to see more. He's, he's shown flashes, but then again, we see who his quarterback is, so it's tough to really evaluate him uh, right now at least. Ravens is the Ravens is the best spot, bro. I'm not saying he should go anywhere else. I'm just saying the Ravens need to do more. That's it. Like you, you have I to agree. do more. Bro. You have to. You ha- okay? Yeah, you built your offense around him. Okay, good. Now build. Now put better players in that offense, so he could he could continue to flourish. Uh, because come playoff time, uh, he's gonna get critiqued if they if he doesn't make enough plays to these guys on the outside, and they're not able to produce because they're not as good as some of his counterparts. So. Great win for the Ravens. And I know we talk about this every week, but it's just like I watch these games and I'm like, bro, look who he's throwing a football to, bro. <laughs> it's it's tough. It's tough, man. But Lamar is still able to get the W regardless. It speaks to his greatness. He's worth every penny. And, and the Ravens need to get on that quickly. It's a uh interesting development. I wanna I want I I am very curious to see what happens with that whole contract situation after this season. Likewise. Uh, but, yeah, we move on to our yes, week. Sir, I, yeah, to our week 10. Week 10, man. We're, 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 we're approaching week 10. I went 9-4 and four last week. Connie went 10-3. and three. So, Connie's, Connie's, getting some, Connie's getting some dubs on me over so these last couple. Three weeks in a row, by the way. Yeah, that is. That is three weeks in a row. <laughs> that is three weeks in a row. Connie's getting the dubs. So, uh, you know, I got, I got these teams that I'm picking. What's up, guys? I need you, I need you guys. Don't to worry, step it up. It's not just you. I, I'm beating up on Josh too. <laughs> yeah, I need these guys. I need these teams to step it up that I'm choosing. What's up, man? You guys are letting me down. I'm only losing by like a win, a, a game. So it's, I don't know. Talk out here, kid. Thursday night football, NFC South showdown, NFC showdown. South snooze fest, I should say. Yeah. Um. And it's Thursday night. This is a this is a double negative. Um, triple Al negative. Michael probably wants to jump out of the booth. Yo, Al Michaels and Kirk Hershey, they're probably like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Marcus Mario Marcus Mariota versus Baker. Oh, no, they're going back to PJ Walker. You heard what they said? You heard what they said, right? No. I thought, I thought they were sticking with, with Baker. Yeah, I could have sworn I heard I could have sworn I saw in a ticker at the bottom on on uh, on Sports Center. They said they're going back to PJ. <laughs> so I got the Falcons in this one, man. Yeah, I got the Falcons either way. They're scrappy. Now listen, they had a great they had a great game last week. This was a great game last week. They should have won. Phenomenal. This was a phenomenal game. They should have won. So, they they got the game winning fumble. And then they fumbled it back. And then they fumbled it back. Yes. Yes. Either way, I got the Falcons though. Uh Seattle versus the Buccaneers this is the game in Germany. Bucks wow. are back on track. Give me him. Got Tampa Bay. I got Seattle. I don't know. I don't. I didn't see back on track on Sunday, brother. I saw one good drive. 
Sometimes that's all it takes, a little kickstart, you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe, maybe. I got to see that, though. I'm going with Seattle. Vikings versus the Bills. I don't know the status of Josh here, Allen. Here, here, it's easier. How about we do this? A little asterisk here. Right. Because I'll, I'll take I'll, – listen, are you taking the Bills if Josh Allen plays? Of course. All right, so I would as well. So I say we asterisk this. If Josh Allen plays, we both pick the Bills. If he doesn't play, we both pick Vikings. Yeah, yeah, I am with you on that for sure. We could do that. Because I mean, that. how the hell am I supposed to know? It's a Tuesday. Yeah, we don't. We record yeah. these shows on Tuesdays. It's not fair. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, we have no clue. We have no clue. Um, so yes, uh, if that if that happens, either way, that's that's what we're going with. Lions and the Bears. I'm gonna go Chicago. Yeah, bear down, just, baby. I like, yeah, I just like what I've seen so Speaking far. Of Bears, did you see that they're like five point six billion dollar uh, thing he got approved from the town that they're supposed to be moving to? Oh, they're trying to build another arena. And let me tell you something, gorgeous. That's gorgeous. You gotta go look yeah, it up. Are, 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 are they still gonna call it Soldier Field, or I don't know. I don't know honestly. They're, but they're building like the stadium, then they're like building stuff around it, trying to make it like a little community type thing. Right. Looks crazy. No, that's dope. That's dope. Um, I want to see how how it looks out a couple years later. But uh, I got Chicago. In that one, Jags and the Chiefs. I got, I got Kansas City. I mean, yeah, I don't really got to talk about that one, honestly. You don't got to talk about that one. Browns and the Dolphins. It's an interesting game. It's an interesting yeah. game. Uh, both teams like to run the football. Who you got? I think the Dolphins go seven and zero as Tua with starts and finishes the game. I'm going with Miami as well. I'm going with Miami as well. I just. They're doing right now is special. Texans and the Giants. I think the Giants get back on track after the bye week and, and get the W. I I tend to agree with you there, pal. Saints and the Steelers. Sheesh. Saints coming off a bye. I mean, Steelers coming off a bye. I don't think it matters. Just lost, just lost, K, just lost Claypool. Uh, I, I got to go, go Saints. I need, yeah. I need to <laughs> it's tough. I gotta go, Saints, bro. The Broncos and the Titans. I got Tennessee. I also have Tennessee here. I got Tennessee, man. Uh, I mean, Russell Wilson should win that game, but I just have. I'm just, not com- I'm just not confident, in, from what I've seen. I did they get that W before before the bye? But I, I have. I'll take that. Oh, I gotta see it first. Colts and the Raiders. I got. I mean, I got Vegas. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I gotta <laughs> like, go with the Raiders. Default. There's nobody on the Colts staff who's ever called a play. <laughs> if they win this game, Josh McDaniels has to get fired. Got it. He has to go. Has to go. You can't lose the game. That's embarrassing. No, no, no way. No way. He could come back. No, nah, bro. You, you got to go. Bro, they just brought in Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday. He was just on Get Up like a couple days ago. Oh. Doing something with pancakes or something like that with the old line. You the old line last week? Nah, I didn't see it from last week. It was week. like the Raiders look like garbage. Oh. <laughs> and now he's coaching them. Nah, he's coaching them. Coaching if, he's able to, if he's able to get this W, man. Bow down. Josh, Josh got to go, bro. He has yeah, to go. You don't have a Cowboys, Cowboys and the Packers. This game of the, is this, to me, this game of the week, even though Packers aren't playing well, but you know, we know what Rodgers likes to do against against the Cowboys. Sure. And this, this, this game, these two teams have so much history over these last, I want to say, seven years. Obviously, longer than seven years. But, Remember uh, the that catch. Jerry World? 
Oh, before I was before that, I was gonna say the catch. Well, that wasn't a catch, but that's Bryant. Yeah, I was at Lambe- I was at Lambeau Field. Um, and then yes, uh, you know, the rollout left to Jerry Cook and then the Mason, Mason uh, Crosby field goal to yeah. seal it. That was a great I game. Aim- by the way. That in a dome curved the left and right about 18 times. Went through, went through. Wow. And I saw that match. This one's in Lambeau. I I I think back of um rookie season Dak and Zeke when they went crazy in Lambeau. Yeah, um, 2016. That was kind of like they're playing this game too. Zeke is coming back. That's good. This is their coming out party. I got Dallas, man. Yeah, I got Dallas too. The fact was the Packers just aren't good. <laughs> yeah, I just I have no confidence. I, I, I Diggs, Diggs should have an interception in, this, in that game. McCarthy revenge game. Revenge game. Yes, it says a lot. A lot of a lot of storylines in this in, the, in that game right there. I, even though the Packers are three and six, I think they will play competitive. But I still got Dallas. Cardinals and the Rams. It's going to be close. I go with the Rams just because they own the Cardinals. This is like the 49ers and Rams, except the opposite way. Except the opposite way. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with the I, – I, I just – I don't trust either team. No. I'll, go with, I'll go with the Rams, though. I'll go with the Rams. Um, actually, no, let's switch it up because we, we've been agreeing too much. Okay. I'll go with, I'll go with, the, I'll go with the Cardinals. I'll go with the Cardinals. They, they're, they're known for having a, a bad game, good game, bad game, good game. So maybe this Fair is their enough. good game. Maybe this is a good game here. Chargers and the 49ers, California showdown. Um, I got the 49ers. Yeah, I do. Well, the Chargers are uh, – listen, if the if the, if the NFL had like a minor league, the Chargers basically have a minor league team now because of all the injuries. They're, they're calling up everybody. It's insane. It's insane, man. And then last game, Commanders and the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles, Eagles going to hide it out. Washington. Yeah, they watched. Easy work. Last, last, real quick. Um, it's been talks talks now with Odell. Now he's able, he's eligible now to be able to get picked yeah. up and um, you know get some workouts. So where, where, where do you see him going? I think if the tests come back okay, that he's not out for the year, he goes to the Bills. Okay. I like the Giants. I like a reunion. Like an like an NY reunion, it makes sense. He's gonna get the he's gonna get the ball a lot because they a need lot. him. Um, they're winning right Cowboys now. Been, you know, Jerry said today you'd look real good, and he'd look real good in a Cowboys uniform. Yeah, he would. He would. He would. Uh, that would look so weird because we used to we, we saw him as a giant in years past, so it'd be very weird to see him in a Cowboy uniform, uh, especially when the when the Giants. You know, could use a guy, and they're winning. So he's he, he will he will never be forgiven by giant fans if he was if he did that at all. Never. He not. It's over. Um, but it is a good spot for him. They do need. They could use a guy like like Odell. A couple couple teams could use a guy like yeah. Odell again. Ravens. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Ravens and Giants. Those are my top two teams. There's, there's obviously some other, but I like Buffalo too. But. Um, uh, I like. I think a reunion and Lamar. Maybe he goes Odell. into uh, Green Bay and becomes the savior. I don't know. I, uh, you know. I don't know why he wouldn't do that to himself. He wouldn't do that to himself. Never know. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, listen. Two hours, forty-two minutes of beautiful content. Yeah. Long, oh, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Okay. Yeah. Again, no. Again, guys. It, you know, it could have been a lot shorter. You know, I had a. Um, I had the Pilates class with my girl, so um, (laughs) 
it was a good it was a good workout. It was a good workout. I ain't gonna lie. It was definitely a good full body I, I, workout. I could use some uh I could use some working out, so my my have to check out some vlogs. Nah, yeah, hit up some yeah, hit up some classes. Hey, I hot yoga. Some hot yoga. Nah, I um I definitely had my had my opinions about it prior, but you know, doing it, good day. I appreciate you, man. But after doing that, I was like, yeah, it's pretty, pretty good, pretty good full body workout. But yeah, that wraps up the show. Um, again, episode 87. Appreciate you guys for tuning in, watching us, listening, gridiron, Vic, Perry, Corey, everybody that's been uh diving in the chat, talking to us, uh conversing as we're breaking down this uh, you know, these games each each and every week. We appreciate you guys coming in chopping it up with us so uh, again hit that like and subscribe button on the unwrapped sports youtube channel um for the next time we go live hit that notification bell hit all instead of personalized so you can see when connie and i go live we have multiple shows on the platform and connie can tell you what he got going on yeah mondays is generational sports me and josh breaking down a little bit of everything made our predictions for the big uh, ufc 281 card this week talked a little nba with the whole Kyrie situation uh, obviously went into the NFL as we have to do because, well, NFL runs everything. As you guys know, me and CJ, like you just said here, Tuesdays, 9 Eastern all the time, breaking down everything in the football world. Backstop banter, me and Michael breaking down everything in the baseball world on Thursday. The World Series is over. We have a champion. We will have free agency starting here very soon. Obviously, the uh, the big shoe to drop will be Aaron Judge to see what happens with him. Don't break my heart, brother, and come back. <laughs> um but uh, we'll see what happens in the MLB free agency. And when it does, we'll be there to break it down Thursdays at 9 Eastern on Backstop Manter. Uh, you can follow the Twitter account, Anthony Conover underscore. You can click the link tree and find out what I'm doing everywhere. All of those podcasts are available, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. So make sure you go and check them out. Yes, linktree.com slash cjames9. Link is right there for the viewers, everything that I'm working on, all my platforms. I got CJ, got his Billy Blanks on. And got that Tybo in. Yeah, exactly. Yo, bro. Billy Blanks. <laughs> Yo, bro, you bringing back the classics, man. That Those Tybo VHS tapes. Damn. Damn. Yeah, Is Billy, it really? See, I don't know how much older you are than me. Like seven? Seven years? I'm 22. 28. Oh, so six. Okay. I don't bad. know if you remember. Rugrats had a movie. And I'll always remember it just because the VHS was was orange. VHS orange. I, I, I still have that that Rugrats movie VHS, bro, in the crib. And and I used to have the watch too. I used to rock that watch like it was a Roly, bro. <laughs> the little red had the Reptar watch, bro. I was rocking that watch like it was a Roly, bro. Oh, man. Shout out Victor, Billy Blinks, and Tybo. Remember that you you never remember Tybo. Remember the um, I know you seen that Geico commercial with. With, with Billy Blakes, right? Well, I'm not good with when, they, when, they're, when they're doing when they're doing like the the they're auditioning and he's and he's he's in it too and they're they're, they're like working out. Just look, yo, yo, I'll, I'll, I'll find it. Yeah, you'll find it. Yeah, it's a guy Coco version. It's hilarious, but yeah, he's he's in that. And he used to do like those little workout workout stuff back in the '90s and stuff. And um, uh, yeah, bro, man, <laughs> Billy Blakes, goddamn. <laughs> but now, nah, yeah, <laughs> but now, nah, listen. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for watching us. Uh, we will catch you guys next week. Um, thank you for tuning in. Catch you guys, everybody. Have a good one.